kind of, dare I say, fun and exciting. The woman, the the female woman, the woman <laughs> crab, the female crab skin. You're getting cancelled, man. Yeah. I need to be told to fuck up sometimes. Legendary New South Wales State of Origin coach Brad Fittler. Oh, made a cut. <laughs> Nazis and him. A love story. <laughs> ginger man, it's ginger slice. Welcome, Tim. I'm welcoming you in your own house. It's good to be here. Yeah, it is fucking good. I walked all the way from my house to the garage. Yeah. And here we are. I had a wee drive over. It was pleasant. How uh, long did it take today? Um. Well, I did stop at. Um. I stopped at New World to get a wee drink. Uh, and then I stopped at a pub to. To um, I had a paper TAB bet. It's very frustrating. We'll start off. We'll start off the podcast with my little frustrating story, and then we'll go into some. We'll do a. We'll do our bread and circus wrap up. Um, early. We're going to do bread and circus at the start. This one. So just you. Have to, if you're not a fan, you just hit the grin and bear it. But quickly. Or I, fast forward. Like, yeah. Or skip. Yeah, it's pretty it'll easy. Only be, it'll only be ten minutes. There's not much. Not that much to say really. But just a bit. Maybe a bit of venting about SJ. And a bit of venting about the Ford Pass. And I know, I know, but we'll come back to that. Uh, you know, back to my little paper bet. thought I'd give myself sort of a break from the TAB this week. So I'm just on paper bets, you know, sort of there's no real. Well, how's that? Oh, so just no online gambling? Yeah, just no online because it really, it does so really. Did, did you have to go somewhere to put a you bet You've got on? to go somewhere. You've, uh, you've is got... that just full of old people? Yep. Yeah, I actually, it's funny you say that. I was down at the TAB, down at that Armadillo's bar down the road. There's one when you walk in the door. Where oh, yeah, was Armadillo's? So just on the, um, do you know where Formaggio's is? Or you know the coffee oh, culture? Oh, across from the pig shop. Uh, yeah, across from the pig shop, yeah. Yeah, yeah, across, yeah, yeah. Across from the fuzz. Yeah. So I walked in there and there's this old boomer. Shout out to the boomers. He's on there and he's like, fucking, fucking Eddington, fucking Eddington. He's like, turns around to me and he's like, Oh, I can't fucking work these things. Can you? Where's Where's Eddie? I want to find Eddington races, and I just go <laughs> like yeah, you know, like every well Gen X slash nearly anyone millennial. who's slightly oh, computer literate. Yeah, I went to. He was on like some other racing. I went all races, Eddington. I was like, there you go, mate. He's like, no, 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 you go. I'm like, okay, sweet. So I I had a I had a bet I put on today. Fucking annoying. It was a three legger. The Atlanta Braves won, and the other team won, and there was only one other league, right? And I was keeping tabs. When I was painting away in Rangiora, I was keeping tabs on the game. It was the uh, Miami Marlins versus the uh, New York Mets, and I wanted the Marlins to win. And in the bottom of the eighth, so obviously the Mets are playing at home, in the bottom of the eighth, the Mets got a run, and it was 1-0, and I was like, fuck, you know? Uh, and then, so, the top of the ninth starts... This is at about this is about three pm or two thirty pm. This Arvo, top of the ninth starts. Marlins get a base runner. Onto, then they steal second, and then Jazz Chisholm comes up to the plate. He singles or doubles, and the guy scores. It's one all. Then uh, ex Astro Yuli Guriel comes up to bat. He singles. Jazz Chisholm scores. All of a sudden, Marlins are up two one, and, the, and the, but there's two outs in the top of the ninth. This is the last innings, right? So I'm like, sweet, and then... So you're live still? Oh, yeah, I'm live and I'm looking good because the Mets aren't that good this year and um, the, the the Marlins have a, still have a runner on uh, first and they've got two runs in and the Mets have only got one. It's looking good. And then I, then I was carried on painting. I'll check back a few minutes later. I was like, 
rain delay. I was like, ah, fuck, rain delay. Then about an hour went by, and I'm like, ah, fuck, it's still in rain delay. So you do what you do. How long do they wait? Well, this it gets worse. So it, there's only three games left in the season from tomorrow onwards. So the Astros didn't play today, but there's a real tight wild card race for the Astros. But they are at the moment the Astros will scrape into the playoffs, just above the Seattle Mariners at the moment, unless they get blown out by the Arizona Diamondbacks, which ironically is Eva's team uh, tomorrow, Sunday, and Monday. So there's the last that they've played. Every team has played 159 games so far. There's three games left over the next three days, and there's it, with them the the New York Mets who I don't want to win. They're out. They play like trash this season, even though they had the most. They're, they're the ones we talked about episodes ago about the most expensive team. They had the most expensive and team, and they're shit. Just goes to show, you know. But um. But anyway, uh, but the Marlins, uh, they, they could just scrape into the wild card, but the Cincinnati Reds want the Marlins to... How do you get, in, how do you get the wild card spot? Well, it's just, it's just, who, it's just how many games you've won. Uh, like, um, it, it's, yeah, there's three teams that will qualify straight through, and there'll be this three or four team wild card race where they'll play a little in tournament before the real playoffs start. Okay. It'll be like a three game tournament. It's, um, anyway, so. You know, back to the, the game, so it's in rain delay, and I finish work, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I thought this this bet was looking good, I was going to be able to go to the TAB, get my money, and go home with a little bit of money in my wallet, pull over on the way home, Google the game, go into Twitter, because the Mets and the Marlins didn't announce anything on their Twitter, which is fucking annoying, they usually do, like they might say, we'll restart play at 1am local time, because when I was checking, it's like midnight in New York, and you're like, Ugh. then I start looking at all these Twitter baseball nerds talking about the weather, it doesn't look like it's going to stop, it doesn't look like it's going to stop raining in New York for two days, and then, then, they, then all these people start rattling off all the crazy rules, like... If the game gets rained out, you go back to the previous inning. You don't count the half inning that's been played. You go back to the last full inning played and the score then, and the score then was 1-0 to the Mets. But because there's all these fucking wildcard playoff ramifications for this game, they didn't do that. So what they've had to do, now, I, was like, I went and scanned my bet and it said, bet not paying yet. It's like not paying yet. And then I sort of had a bit of a fish around when I got back in the car on the way here. And so that game, the, get this, the the Marlins are now playing Pittsburgh, I don't know why I'm doing that P, the Pittsburgh Pirates tomorrow. <laughs> Pittsburgh so the, Pirates. So the Marlins are playing the, playing the Pittsburgh Pirates tomorrow, the next day, and, the, and our time Monday. Next three games, three-game series in Pittsburgh, right? This is the crazy thing. Then that's the, on Monday, our time, at the end of the MLB regular season, right? Are they going to then replay that except, game? Except, no, not replay it. Even worse. Except once the Marlins have played, flow into they'll, they'll be they'll probably be on a plane now, or they're probably already in Pittsburgh, right? Currently, so they go. They're in Pittsburgh now. They'll play a three-game series in th- over three days. Then they'll have to pack all their bats and balls up. Well, not their balls, but definitely their bats and their gloves. They have to get back on their jet and fly back to New York to play. The top of the ninth with two outs, two one up. It, it, and, uh, you imagine, this is outrageous. You imagine like you, you, um, so. Your bet is just in limbo. It's in limbo, and because I, I'm, I've sworn myself off online betting for this week, <laughs> I'm, I've got this fucking piece of paper that's holding up about. It's not much. It's not a lot, but it's for me. It is, and I'm just like fuck. I can't do anything with it. 
like I can't explain to some person on the side of the road, hey man, this bit of paper is probably worth about uh, at the moment about twenty five bucks. But here's the deal. See, this two, these two bits are come in, and this one is in the super weird limbo. But you give me twenty. No, I'm only joking. I never do that. I'm not that desperate. But um, but um, but anyway, yeah. So that's where it is at the moment. I've never seen this in all my years of watching baseball. The season's over on Monday, New Zealand time. Why can't they just flip a coin not, for it, or go back to the, the eight? Well, it's because like they will wash games out and just go back to the previous innings, which wouldn't suit me personally all the time. But it's like they just make up the rules as they go. And well, he says there's so much on the line. There's for so it. much on the line. They're not willing to go. Okay, we're going to go back to the bottom of the eighth, and at the bottom of the eighth, the Mets were up one nil. So sorry, Marlins, you lose. So no, they're going to fly to Pittsburgh for three days and fly back to New York to play. It's essentially this day. You look at baseball. It could be one ball. They're, they're, or could it? They're going uh, no because did you the, say it was two outs? Or? Well, there's so this is how it's, this is how you view it. There's four outs to go in the game regardless. So one one for one for the Marlins and three for and yeah, three the for the Mets. Yeah, but because the away team is up by one run, um, you know they've got to play the bottom of the ninth. Yep. And you know if, does it have to be the same players? It'll have to be exactly the same everything. I reckon it'll have to be the same umpires, maybe. Definitely the same players, the whole shambam. It's, what if someone gets injured? I don't know. Well, They'll just have to deal with that if that happens. But isn't that crazy that you're flying from, from, from New York to Pittsburgh now, play three games in Pittsburgh, and we've got to come back and play four fucking outs in New York on Tuesday. Does that happen for any sp- other sport? I don't think so. And is this why the rest of the world don't like American well, sports? Well, it is similar to cricket. It is so similar to cricket, it's not funny. You know what I mean? It is. But cricket, they're not doing that in cricket, though. Well, they would if... Imagine if the World Cup final got washed out. Yeah, they they but they're not going to play another series and then come back. No, it, but they're going to they're, they're going to play it on some, the next available day. There are being a cricket and baseball person. There are some massive similarities in in baseball and cricket. Yep. There aren't many games where it starts raining. The umpires are going okay, pack it in, boys. Like most other games we watch, they you know they're either indoors or they play on right football and league and rugby. It's all just play on uh, American football, all that. But um, yeah, so that that's. If that's the biggest problem I've got, and, and tell you what, it actually is probably the biggest problem I've got. Uh, currently, this day on in time, the 29th of uh, September 2023, that's probably my biggest gripe. And time, it's not time's even, not real, bro. It's not even a gripe. Uh, now, let's do a quick now. I, I'd see, I believe I had a DM from the Fu Man boys who are currently in Raro for about the 23rd time. I, I, hopefully I didn't read this message wrong, but I believe... One Swazman said that Jolza may have forgotten his podcasting gear. So I don't think we have any forthcoming um, recordings maybe from Raro Tonga. Good on him. Go on a holiday. From the cook out, yeah. Or just record on your phone or something. So where I'm going with this is, well, I suppose we have to carry the burden here and we have to do the health checks. Okay. So, Tim, how's the, uh, let's start with the, let's start with the body. How's the bod? Good. Yeah. Yeah. The my stool. Little sh- my little sh- has, has the, the stool's st- good. My little shoulder, urine? little shoulder niggle's gone away. Urine. Urine is uh, top shape. No blood in it. No. No, no blood in the, ur- no blood never, in the stool. I've never in my life had blood in, no, in pee or poo. I've heard anyone who uh, I I often hear like someone will say, "Oh, such and such had uh, uh, blood in the urine." I'm like, "Fuck, man! If that happened to me." I would think I'm dying. Yeah, Yeah. I think I'm dying. (laughs) Uh, So okay, so so the stool and the urine are good. Yep. The wee shoulder. Now, feels right. Did you give it a name? Like I've said to you in the past, did you give it a name? 
Um, yeah, it's called... Uh, What's his name? It's called... Uh, little Shoulder Niggle. No, it's called Little Faggy. Little Faggy. <laughs> yeah. Little Faggito. Yeah. So, uh, but it's improved since last week. Yep. Okay. And, and I, have, I haven't I have been... I've only been to Jiu-Jitsu once. That was last Saturday. That was a Saturday, Saturday yeah. sesh. Did you yep. see Morgan? Yep. Yep. How was he? He would have been a ball of nerves then. Yeah, he, he was. And the pressure valves, unfortunately, it's, it's really yeah, released it's now, relieved. which we'll, we'll get to soon. Yeah. It's unfortunate. But, um, uh, okay, so so uh, the I'm, body's good. I'm good. Okay. Oh, no, my, my fingernail's almost gone. Oh, what happened? I, uh, I, scr- I, I crushed it last Friday. Okay, is it blackening? And it completely blackened no out. And now it's... Uh, it's floating pretty much. It's uh, which finger? Hold the finger up. Well, you can't. The blood's gone now. Oh, hold on. Is that the? Oh wow. Oh well. Same. Uh, have we got matching? Oh my god. Well, I'm going to tell you about you when we this finish your health check. I'm going to tell you about what happened to my finger, and it's a my finger got a first. This, okay. Yeah, so uh, this is my my two left two days ago. So finish your health. My check. left poker. Yep. Is um the old the old uh is barely hanging on. I had to drill. I had to drill it out. The old, uh, it's the old Grey Mouth Floodball special. The old <laughs> <laughs> Mid- circa nineteen ninety. I remember I got denied on the Floodball once because oh, of uh, a, another another blood issue, which would deny the. Uh, Oh, Shark Week. Yeah, sh- yeah. Shark Week on the flood wall. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> The bull, bull, sh- bull sharks Avoid up the, the Grey bush. River. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, it's, uh, I crushed it. I was putting a sink in. I put all the clips on the sink, and I was trying to drop the sink in, Ooh. and it just snapped in and fucking... With your finger in it. With my finger in it, yeah. yeah. Thanks, and so it went black, and then I had to drill it out with a little one mil oh, drill bit fuck. to relieve the pressure. Oh, my God. You did... You... you it, we, we, it's Tim's A and E. Oh, We're at yeah. Timo's A and E. Yeah. So this was that was last Friday. That was Friday night. What, so you go to the hospital. They're just going to do the same thing there. Yeah. Yeah. What Yo. do you do? So I had to do it myself. Did you and have a Panadol? That was mate? the first time I'd ever done it. Did you have a Panadol? No, I did not have a I'm fucking joking. Panadol. I don't. I'm joking because I but don't even. Panadol, do you know that what? Panadol's even work for me. Eh? I, sh- I should have because it took me hours to get to sleep. My oh, poor no. little finger was, it was throbbing. just throbbing, throbbing. Did you it. put it up? I did everything. Tried everything. Yeah. Hmm. But anyway, it's um, it's. All the blood came out of it today, and it's barely hanging on on the side. It's hollow underneath it, so oh, I think fuck. that's going to dis- go. She's going to disappear soon, and you're going to have it. You'll get. Hey, you'll get a brand. Hey, uh, what would Jocko say? Good, Good. brand new fingernail. Fuck yeah, brand new fingernail. <laughs> um, okay, so shoulders getting better. A little bit of a sore finger. Uh, the stool and urine are fine, and how's the mental health? Very, very good. You look good. I feel yeah, I mean, good. You look, uh, your, your vibe is good. Yeah, it's yeah, that's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your, you got your glow. Got Not that glow. you glow weird. No, but you glow. You're, you're at full glow. Yeah. Um, well, that's right. on to on to you, Mister Mister Ginger Slice. What's happening? Uh, stool glossy. Glossy. Oh, urine. Yeah. Uh, urine fine. Like semi gloss. Uh, like I'd say this gloss. week it was. Um, this week I noticed a couple were like um, very shiny, which I think is a good thing. It's all that low smoke point um, olive oil. It has to be. It has to it's be. All the, it's just that I'm low saying, smoke I'm, point meat, mince patties. I'm still on it. I mean, it's sausage week this week. Oh yeah. So I've been on the saucies. Um, but you know, so everything good bod wise, um, except I did have a bit of a back tweak this week, but that's solely down to the fact that there was, um, we, we turned up at this, um, Amy saw someone giving away like as much mulch, it was mulched poplar trees. So someone had just, you know, chipped them and they were like, you, uh, in Mandeville, essentially, r- roughly Mandeville, Wahoka, they were like, come and um, you can take as much as you Fill want. Fill your boot. So we drive there one. Oh, the, also, same day in Wahoka, 
uh, 2,000 litre water tank. Not to, not for, um, this is for watering with. So we'll probably run uh, run the, oh, eventually we've got the tank and um, basically. Fill it off the roof and then use it for plants. Fill shit. it off the boys pod roof. Yep. 2,000 litre. And the Amy, it's mint condition. It just needs a little mesh filter for the top, which is nothing. You'll probably make one, to be honest. Anyway, Amy's, because this is a good thing. Mean, Amy's always wheeling and dealing. Um, she's on the Facebook message, and someone locally was like, um, they'd sold the section. Uh, oh, but, oh, my rude. God. Oh, it's mum. How no, rude. I won't take mum because. You know, I won't take yeah, that. That could take it forever. Yeah, it could take forever. I know that. That doesn't happen often, eh? No one really, we haven't got that many friends. Or, well, mum's, you know. Uh, but anyway, back to the water tank. So Amy spies the water tank on Facebook Messenger. And it's the classic the guys sold the section and it's got to be gone, you know, that same day of POS. So Amy's like, showed me it, and I'm like, okay, 2,000 litres looks pretty good. It's black, you know, that, you know, you know the plastic they make, you know, that high density shit or whatever. Anyway, you know the deal. Um, and Amy's like, how much should I offer him? I'm like, ah, fuck, he wants rid of it. I'd start off at 100, you know. That's not taking the piss, but you're probably not overpaying. So Amy offers him 100, and the guy's like, it's worth a lot more than that, but can you get it today? And we're like, can we get it today? Fucking oath we can get it today. So I devised a bit of a plan. So what I did is, so we've got that, and then we've got the mulch. This is all after work on Tuesday night. So I'm like, right, what I'm gonna do, I need two scoops of the really of the, the mushroom compost to top up one of the veggie patches. So I'm like, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to work. I'm gonna hit um <laughs> maybe well, this is not like it's gonna get back to them, but if it does, who cares? I'm gonna go to Ring or Landscape Supplies on the way home. And what they let you do is if you, you you can produce your license at the end of the day and you can take the trailer home. Overnight trailer home. Overnight trailer. Well, they or don't free. even charge. It's free, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, hey, uh, and I go in there after work. So it's already 4.30, close at 5, obviously. Or, you know. And um, I'm like, I need two scoops of mushroom compost and also uh, I won't be able to get the trailer back in time. So if it's cool, I'll just take it overnight. And they're like, yeah, no dramas. So I get me, I get, uh, so I get me two scoops, get home, furiously unload that. Fucking chuck, get all the kids in the car, get the strops, shoot around to see old mate, get the fucking water tank. That was easy. Easy enough? Yeah, oh, easy. We had three, 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 you could lift it with two, but three person just because it's a weird shape. Chuck that on, stropped it on, went home, dropped that off. Then we, then we go to, then, oh, and also we get there and they got, he had all these fucking macrocarbon sleepers. And he had these massive tantalized posts, like massive tantalized posts, weight like, couldn't even move them; they were so massive. But there were these, there were these macrocarpa sleepers. They're a little bit rotten on the ends. I'm like, oh, what are you doing with your sleepers? And he's like, oh, mate, like this shit's all got to go. I'm like, he's like, how much? How much for them? I'm like, well, there was one at about two meters, and another one about I was about at two point four. There was two at two point four that looked pretty good, and there was a really big one that was like a two. I had to get Z to give me a hand to lift it, and I think we offered him, I don't know, forty bucks. <laughs> you know that's good yeah it was good like you say it's got to go it's got to go so we're like okay we'll take take the water tank home drop that off then we had to shoot to get the mulch and then we told the dude we'll come back by this by the time we get I'll, I'll get to this but by the time we get back to get the fucking sleepers it was dark by then you know but anyway so between getting the sleepers we drop this water tank back at home and then we shoot to this other address in Ahoka to get the mulch 
So we pull it up on the maps on the phone, and we go down this road, and we're like, then you go down this road for a, a kilometre, and then you're like, Jesus, the houses are getting flashed around here. This is a place I'd never been. And you get to the bit where all the long, winding, tree-lined driveways are, you're like, well, okay, we're getting into the fucking, we're getting into Ballier here, getting into Beverly Hills. Did they have an airstrip? Well, we pulled up at the gates, and the massive security gates, and um, ironically that you could just walk around if you wanted to. <laughs> no, you seriously, we laughed. It's like there's these big gates, but there's just trees lined either side of it. So, yeah, but, they're, they're, you know, so we pull up, and Amy hits the button of the intercom. No answer. So we sit there for a couple of minutes. Well, probably a minute. Hit it again. She rings her on Facebook Messenger. Finally get through to some dude at the house. And, you know, we're in, we're in Amy's mum car with a hired trailer. And I'm looking at the, we're looking, I'm looking at this. And this is, this is her, her car. And we drive in this fucking beautiful sort of gravel driveway. And we look to our left. It's a fucking castle, mate. Like a palace. And honestly, we looked at it. And it Why was, are they hooking off mulch? Well, this is the thing that, this is one of the, que- there were multiple questions. <laughs> one of the questions was, I wonder if they got us to sit at the gate. And I, actually, there's way more to the story that I can't even really, t- there's not, there's not crazy story. But like, I can't, I shouldn't really tell their business, but I know what their business is from pulling up their massive um, fancy driveway because they had these sign written vans. But, I can't, it wouldn't be right for me to say the business, uh, but I could tell you, unfortunately, Tim, for the listeners, I could tell you off here. That aside, as we're pulling up, part, as we get through the gates and we get to uh, a look at the house, our initial is, like all these paupers from Mandeville, the four of us, Z and Eva in the back, we take a look to the left and we're like, everyone's like, holy shit, we're all just like, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, okay, be cool. Z, Z at one point got his phone out. I'm like, put your phone away. It's starting to film it. I'm like, do not film it. Don't act like, don't act poor. Don't act poor. Okay, they already it's know. It's like an poor. Oprah's house. <laughs> I was like, fuck, mate. This place is, it's got it like, it's just ornate grounds. Like the grounds are like, it's like, um, what's the word? Um, you know, they have all the, the um, what is what do you call it? What is the word for you know um, golf course? Um, there's a word for the slopes. They're called um, undulating. Undulating. Thank you, Tim. Undulating ground, perfect grass, great trees. Uh, so we pull up past the house. We 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 see the mulch on the other side of their massive property, and we're kind of like, "Fuck, how are we going to get to it?" But there is fucking so much mulch. I thought what you thought. If you can get, if you're getting arborists with their massive chipper out to chip all your poplar trees, what? But they've got about four massive piles of poplar mulch. Right? I'm just like, holy shit! We've only got one big flat shovel, so we bought a mighty ten orange bucket. I know, I told Amy I need another shovel for. Didn't br- didn't didn't bring the wheelbarrow. That's fine. But I tell you what, man, we filled that trailer up, you know, nearly to the tippy, like a Bryford single axle. We filled it right up with mulch. Didn't even put a dent in the pile we drove to. And there's like, then the, Amy kind of texted, we kind of getting there at twilight. And the lady was like, nah, don't worry, it's all good. You can come and get as much as you want whenever, just whenever you want. And I'm thinking, fuck, I paid 22 bucks a scoop at um, Ring Your Landscape Supplies 8. And how many, you're probably getting three scoops on the trailer? I would have got, yeah, we figured out we got about three scoops on the trailer the other night. I mean, I tell you, mate. So I've yeah, it's it's fucking good mulch. It's great, great mulch. 
So, um, but I did think to myself, fuck, why, are they, why did they just not get rid of this? Like, if they've got all the money, then yeah, yeah, like we're literally driving up right, we're within 20, me- 20 meters or 10 meters of the castle before we hang a right to them. You know, all the, all the rich people have massive barns, you know. Um, so they're letting the they're letting the riffraff in. They're letting the riffraff in to get free mulch right by their house. And in this house, it's not it. Like Amy checked the value of the place, and I was I was thinking it was like four million plus. It was about three and a half. But if that place is in Merivale or Fenelton, it's five. Eight. Double that, yeah, man. probably yeah, probably right, probably double. But I tell you what, talk about how the other half live, man. This place was a fucking mansion. And you just help yourself to as much mulch. That's the way it rolls in the country. So so we got the mulch, and then we've got to fly back down to the other end of Ahoka, grab the sleepers, tie them on. Then we get home. It's totally dark. It's probably about 8.30, 9 o'clock at this point. We've been fucking zooming around with this trailer. So, but then, of course, I've got to unload all the mulch. And I thought, fuck, I'll do it that night. I'll do it on Tuesday night because we've got to can't be fucked doing it in the morning and rushing to get the trailer back. So I unload all the mulch, I unload the sleepers. Well, it was supposed but, to rain on Wednesday morning. I, th- I thought yeah, it did. Well. I think yeah. I, I think I had Wednesday off because I got rained off basically. But and then I went inside. So and, is this still part of the health check? Oh yeah, we were still on the. We did not even get to my finger yet. Okay, the sweet. finger the finger was the next day. Okay. So we're still on the health check. I don't even know how it, this is. Oh, this is garden talk. This is another segment of the podcast. This is context for the health check. Yeah, this, yeah. So I'm unloading. Uh, actually, this this ties into mental health. Okay. So I unload the trailer, and I go inside the house. It's kind of like Eva's bedtime. It's real chaos. We've been out for hours, fucking running around. And Amy was acting a bit sheepish, and. I figured out why when I went in because she didn't want to ruin my vibe when I was unloading the mulch because I come inside she's like, uh, while we we're out, Coco the Berman had hooked one of my seedling trays. This is totally out of character for our cats. They don't really do shit like this. For some that uh, to Amy's um, much to Amy's um, what's how do I describe this? Um, basically, our dining room table is. Totally covered in vegetable seedlings at the moment. Yeah. Like it's, you know, Amy's cool, but she's like, I can't wait to get the table back. And I'm like, yeah. The unfortunate thing is there's been a bit of snow and there's still the odd frost. And a lot of these veggies can't be planted. There's a, they're frost tender. There's corn. There's all sorts of courgettes. So a kitchen. But for some reason, when we're out getting all the mulch and the sleepers in the water tank, the bloody Coco, the cat, had fucking jumped up on the table with there's no room on the table. And she'd managed to spill like all these seed trays on the fucking ground all over the fire, made a fucking mess. Mulch, it wasn't mulch, it was more like soil, was in the lounge, in our bed like they it was a, it was a war zone. So you can imagine the that that mental health was bad at this point. I must say, it must be you could probably put it down to low test, but you know, did I, was I mad at the cat? Not really. I was just like, fuck. That's just one of those and things, I, It is, and I just got the little dustpan. I swept up what I could, and I got the vacky out. I got a hot soapy bucket of water. I cleaned it, and then, you know. We had to, you killed the cat. No. I, 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 all that we did with the cats is they got put away for the night in the Harry, Harry Potter closet, and I just, I just, I just, they could just stay in there till the morning. And she come out in the morning, and I just when she was sitting up on the top of the stairs, I just had a little chat with her. I'm like, now nah. I just had a little calm chat, and I just told her that 
I'd, pull your head in. Yeah, I, I really didn't appreciate that. I, I think I've managed to... I took all the shit outside on that night, all the seed trays and all the shit, and I think I've managed the next day, because I wasn't working, I managed to have a bit of a rumble, ruffle around, and they're the ones that had sprouted. I kind of replanted them, and I think they're actually okay. So, you know, so there might be some random uh Yeah, there might random be a few things. randoms. Yeah, yeah. There might be a bit mixed up. Anyway, so let's carry on with the health check. I know this is the most long-winded health check ever. ever. Um, now, so had the next day off, which would have been the Wednesday, rain. Yep. And we've got these two blinds that we've been meaning to, well, Amy's been wanting me to put up. And because I, cause I got to work at the job I was doing and it was like exterior, but there could have been a bit of inside work, but who was there? The carpet layers. And if you're a good little tradie, you know that you don't really want to get in their way. So I kind of looked at the day and thought, ah, fuck. Yeah, it's pissing with rain. The carpet layers are at the same job. I could sand a kitchen floor because they want it Danish oiled. But I'm like, ah, it's not the right day for that. So I went home. So, so I try to offset the mum concern about money by saying, well, you know, what can I do? You know, she's like, Amy's like, you put the blinds up. I'm like, sweet. Putting up, doing shit like that, I, I don't like. It drives me crazy. It, I, I, it really frustrates me. So I'm <laughs> measuring and I'm putting up the brackets. And these blinds were custom made. And I've got the, this is where we get into the finger problem. So I had to put two up. And I'm, even though I'm not um, a crafts, a builder or anything like that, I can do all this shit. But I, I get, I want it to be perfect and I get really annoyed. So I'm drilling the hole, I'm pre-drilling the holes and I'm putting the brackets up and then you've got to, then I've got to, then Amy's got to, we've got to undo this blind and then I've got to put it up on the bracket, get a vivid and mark two hot, two mark, two vivid marks exactly where this, I need to pre-drill into the blind. Imagine it's a quad, a bit of, it's a square piece of wood yep. that's wrapped with the fabric all yep. around it and you've got to drill, pre-drill. So I do that, so I mark them. And this is the skinny one. And I put it up and then I hand tighten the screws. Good as gold. First one's up. Second one is wider. So I do three brackets. And I think I... So I put the brackets up, pre-drill them. And then Amy holds the blind up. I put three vivid marks. And then I get the drill. I got the Makita. And I put the weave... I got, still got the weave... Uh, I got the... Um, so I got the drill on there. So I drill the first one, drill the second one, and the third one, I drill through the wood. And do you know what's on the other side of the wood? Jolly's finger. Jolly's finger. I'd never drilled through a finger before. It's still not right, Tim. It's fucking sore, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah, bet. How deep did it go? It went quite a way into it because I was pushing, you know, I was pushing. And Amy said there was a moment, and this happens all the time. She said there was a moment just before I did it. Because she had, she's like, don't drill too far through them. And I'm like, no, 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 it's all good, it's all good. And she said on the third one, because I think I must said, I'll just go through a little bit more. And she said, the moment I said it, she said, she thought no. But by the time she thought it, I was like, ah, fuck. And I looked at my finger, I was like, oh, shit. I just straightened my mouth. I was like, okay. And then, but I was sweet. I was like, I did, then I just held, I was like, uh, get me a handy towel so I can dry my finger and then just get me a plaster. And then I just plastered it, and then I just carried on like nothing happened. But I tell you what, I put the blind up, and it was just—it's just real fiddly. Putting up blinds is a cunt. It's just fiddly. By the by the by the second long blind, by the fifth bracket, I got it in. 
I'd put the cleat on so I could wind the cord around it. It's all good. And then I sat back and my finger was just like going, vomf, <laughs> And I tell you what, man, it's that's two days. It's over two and a half days ago, man. It's it still it is still sore, man. It's real swollen, eh? I just, uh, yesterday or this morning, what I do is I just fucking, I just stuck a, um, I just stuck a fucking uh, earbud full of iodine into it. Yeah. You know? You know. But, um, yeah, so that was... So we've got matching index finger... Same hand and everything. Yeah. Little lefty index finger injuries. Isn't that funny? Of all the injuries we've got. So that... Oh, mental health, great. Uh, That... Because I've been... I'll tell you why mental health is great. Because I've been doing a lot of gardening. And not much social mediaing. Oh, very little social mediaing. And any telegramming? Oh, I haven't been on. I have not been on. I, I. This is no word of a lie. I have not been on Telegram and looked at anything to the war. I would say for two, eight to ten weeks, two months at least. I have not What's looked. Her? My understanding from listening to No Agenda and a few the Duran is that, and you will never hear this in the corporate media. But my understanding is, because the corporate media will tell you that the Ukrainians are advancing and they're winning. And they need more money. And they need more money. But my understanding is that that war is, for all, all intents and purposes, over. It's done. There's done. It's done skis. That, those lines will be frozen. Like, And, you know, um, yeah, we've talked about it all the time, but th- th- those lines will be frozen where they are. If Ukraine is lucky, you mean maybe Russia, Russia might be like, no, we're too far in now, guys. I've lost too many guys. We need Odessa, and we need to get to the Dnieper. But anyway, we won't get into that. But um, but yeah, tell it. Yeah, so no, so mental health is good because um, of the gardening. You next time you're out, you'll see the um, you'll see that I've added a few more planter box type things, and I've done it all with um, scavenged timber. I've done, done. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. I must say, I'm, I'm pretty chuffed with myself with what I've done with the limited resources of wood. I've just, I've got an old bed of the boys, two old bedsides, some old bit of remu someone gave me. Fucking oh, now the next thing, which this boosted my mental health today, because I'd used all my Mexican palette, right? And I said to Amy, it's like fuck. I need another Mexican pallet. This is earlier in the week. She's like, I'll ring the guy at fucking the ATV dude and ring you. He's like, yeah, sweet. We've got three of them. So anyway, today, Amy and Z borrowed his big trailer, buy him a dozen spates. He gave, but, so I got home today and there's three of those she pallet She got all bases. three of them. She got all three. <laughs> so I, I got home from work and I spent about a half an hour out there and I'm like, wow. If Did I, you make a dent in them? And half not half really. Hour? If I, I've only got little bits off so far, but I've de-nailed, I de-nailed and de-screwed, and I've actually kept all the screws. I'm going to have a full jar, of massive jar of screws by the end of it, of the, you know, with the torque head, yep. the good head. Yep. So they, they use those ones, and then the rest is nailed, so I've got every piece of wood off unscathed, maybe bar one, which is a real shitty bit of pine, and I've chucked that in the kindling. So I know it's kind of a little bit forest gumpy, or a little bit, but honestly, I there's something about that. Like I look at my three pallets, as daunting as it is, I'm like, wow, I've got three whole pallets to pull apart. Just and like just some, some, away at some it, of the lengths are like some of the length lengths must be, fuck, are they three? They must be pushing four meters. They're big bits of timber, so they're great. I can build so much shit out of them, mate. Anyway, so so that between gardening and then the the I've got those macrocarpus sleepers. 
And then I've got my Mexican palate. Like Sunday, because I'm going to work tomorrow. So Sunday, there'll be a, I've already got another spot. I'm going to build a whole nother planter box. So it's all happening, Tim. When it's all happening, I You don't get, have time for anything else. You don't. I don't. No. I don't have time for fuck all else. Um, well, the family, um, my family went away. School holidays. Oh, yeah. They went to the coast for a couple of nights. This week? Yeah. Yeah. Start of this week. And I thought, I was thinking, oh, yeah, I'll go jiu-jitsu Monday and Tuesday. Yep. And I didn't go at all. Yeah, you just I was, kicked it. No, I've been at the, I've been slaving. Ah, I've been, oh, you've been at the section. I've been at the section, ah, yeah. Yeah, that's, but so, it's great for you. It keeps you, oh, keeps you in trouble, mate. Like Monday, I was there seven till seven. Well, you can, yeah. Um, Tuesday. Extra daylight. Like, Tuesday, I worked half. No, I worked till four, and yep. then I done another three hours at the section. Yep, or four hours at the section at night. Daylight saving for yep. our uh, international yep. listeners that maybe don't have daylight saving. That's when we put our clock forward. It's but silly. It, um, it, it, it's fucking ridiculous, really. It is, and it, it, it th- the first. It's only by about today, maybe that uh, that I start. Uh, I uh, yeah, it, it, it becomes normal again. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday are a bit weird. Like you're you're waking up at six thirty, and I know I don't Amy's because Amy pulled me up because I would always shut anyone down that's like oh it's really five thirty, <laughs> you know I'd always yeah. be like no, it's, but this year I was like it, it is really five thirty. Like, <laughs> I'm suffering. Yeah, oh, no. I, was like, oh. I didn't like daylight saving this year. It's the older I get, the more daylight saving seems stupid. Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. Like when I was younger, I was like sweet, but now I'm like. Yeah, look, I like, but you know the way the way that um, I, sorry, flat Earth has covered your ears, but the way that axis the tilt of the Earth works with the seasons, regardless of daylight saving, we have more, more daylight yeah. anyway at the end of the day. Like it, it doesn't matter what the clock. If is. they didn't change the clock, you would just it'd be better for you to get up at fucking five a.m. do some shit at your house. I know it breaks up the day. But it would be light till eight thirty anyway, because in the depths of summer, it'll be light till nine thirty, right? But even if it didn't have daylight saving, that would mean it'd still be light till eight thirty. You know, it only matters if you need if you need to go to work at a certain time. Like if you work somewhere, yeah, yep. and they're militant about you have to start and finish at this yeah. time. I'm really lucky that I don't. <laughs> my clients are listen to me. My clients, one, my clients, one particular client, Rangiora, is just like. You I know, don't give a fuck. He would rather I come late, you know, because he's like, ah, just, I'd rather they they are older, they sleep in, you know. So it's great. But anyway, so we wrapping up. Let's just get this straight. So we drilled the finger. You crushed yours. I drilled mine. Um, did we finish the health check? Yeah, or? you've got you've got glossy poos. And glossy poos. Just what's your urine urine's, doing? Urine's fine. No issues. No blood. Um, and yeah, I, oh, yeah, mental health is good because I've, I'm, I'm You're busy. You're just scoring free shit and I'm you're busy. I'm scoring free or cheap water tanks, sleepers, free mulch, free pellets that I get screw, I cannibalize all the screws and then I'll be able to, and then Amy got me some big, uh, untreated, um, like, you know, the pegs you guys use, you builders yep. use for boxing. She got me eight of those today. So it means I could just this weekend. Once I've done work tomorrow, I can get stuck pegs into pegs away. Pegs, 
Uh, I, I had a burn off today. Oh, love it. Oh. What'd you burn? Tell so, us about the burn off. Um, the cover your ears, so, uh, yeah, Chloe Swarbrick. Your, <laughs> definitely. All your greenies. A couple oh. of tyres, some <laughs> um, foam for Melbourne. So I've had, I've had my trailer on site for the last couple of months. And as I've just been ticking away, I've just been throwing shit in the trailer. Yeah. Whether that's fucking plastic or untreated timber or whatever it is. And then t- today I was like, fuck, I really need the trailer tomorrow. And another mate dropped off a couple of uh, these round, 600 mil round. Drum, like a drum? Like a drum, but it, no ends on it. It's just oh, a yeah. tube. It's yeah. a bit of ducting. Yeah. Um, I needed it for But a, it's metal. But it's metal, yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, so it's, and well, one of them was 600. I used that. The other one was only 500. And it was too small for what I was doing. But it was just sitting there. And then I just started chucking rubbish in it and using that as a rubbish bin. And then today, there's no one around. <laughs> it's like, ah. Oh, I need petrol laying around. I did have petrol <laughs> laying around. That's how you get it going. And then I, and so I was trying to get this little fire started with a bit, of, and because I had some matches. Yeah. And I was like, oh fuck, I'll get a fire going. So I, I, I was trying to get it going. Couldn't really get it going. And then I had this is little. This on site. This is on site. Yeah, this good. is up at my almost yeah. section. And then I had this little, uh, little plastic container. I don't know. Just had some shit in it. Yeah. And I thought. Oh, that'd be right. So I put a little bit of petrol in that, and I just fucking. Is there a good story? And I just sort of, I just sort of lobbed it. Lobbed it in, and and it just goes. No, it didn't. I didn't. It didn't because the fire wasn't. Hey, if it doesn't go, it doesn't go. No, well, it will. So the fire wasn't really going properly. I love the sound of when it goes. Smoldering away. Love that. And then I was like, "Fuck!" And I sort of peered in, and I could see the the lid off the container. I could see the petrol in there, and I could smell it. And the fire was sort of on the other side. I'm like, "How am I going to get that going?" So then I'm like, "Fuck it!" So I just got a match. And went, and it just went, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I felt the. I didn't do the crystals out, but I felt the um, I, I felt the warmth sort of graze my eyebrows. Like you might have lost a few. Um, <laughs> it's like sometimes I have to do the the, the dangerous turn on of our main Hobbit home. Yeah, and it's like tick 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 tick. Still not igniting, and then the other day it burnt. This is not a, it burnt all the finger, uh, hairs on my finger. Okay, so you're having a uh, you're having yeah, so a you're having off. what killed uh, Joe Biden's son Bo. You're ha- you're doing that up at yeah, your burn site. Pits. Yeah, burn you pits. got a you got a yeah. US military burn pit. Most of the stuff was untreated timber. It okay. was it was well, old. Fine. It was bits of boxing, offcuts of boxing, and uh, shit like that. That's so it was maybe it was probably a little bit wet, but that's right. Wet, but the thing yeah. is, this was a part. This was a this was a green painted. Metal yep. thing, yeah. It's not anymore. Okay, that, that, uh, the pain is. F- it's just flaked off with the the intense heat. There, I have mentioned to Amy that if she could f- keep an eye out around the countryside for, for a drum, a, for a drum, yeah. Because you do get to a point where you're like, yeah, it'd be good to have a bit of a yep. a bit of a burn drum. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. Like I've got a brazier that I could burn things in and and have done in the past, but a drum is oh, better. Well, maybe you could score this then. I mean, I'm, I'm, and all I'm, I did is I just I just, for a boom drum. I just put a bit you of timber. Your, you hang on to your boom drum. I put a bit of timber underneath when you're it, done with it, just so it could um yeah. get a bit of airflow coming oh, from yeah. the bottom. And fuck, it was great. So you could just chop a wee beehive thing in it, yeah, and maybe, and then yeah, it's just oh, perfect. Yeah, or just, yeah, yeah. And get it's probably even better. Maybe, it's probably saw. better that it doesn't have a bottom on it. Because yeah, then it could just sit on the dirt. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, so my trailer full of rubbish turned into I've got no rubbish anymore. Like everything else, back to dust. Carbon bra. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, up at Tim's section. Okay, so yeah, no, uh, burn it off. Um, 
No, no foam. You didn't make any napalm. No, no, foam I haven't, I haven't and got any petrol? foam. Haven't got any foamy shit. No. Okay, not yet. Well, that's good. That's good for the. That's good. For the, I probably wouldn't burn that. I'd probably. I'd probably just. You probably just dump it in a landfill. Eh? No, I'd just go and steal one of the other building sites yeah, around and skips, dump it. And then we we'll just skip. end up in Melvin. Is it Melvin Hill, Melvin Hills? Is that where it is? Don't is that where? Is that where they dump the? Is that where they dump our rubbish? Well, that's where they dump. We we have to dump our own rubbish because we are, uh, as they say in the business, OTG. That's why you need to burn it. Yeah, that would be good because um, I tell you what, we have three we have three um, bins, and it doesn't take long to fill those three bins up, and then we got to chuck them in the trailer and go to the fucking ring or dump. And I tell you what, a burn pit, a burn pit is well, just a download, but just a on oh, the sneaky, you just took it away, just took it away, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, maybe if it's a hot... I mean, I'm going to run off. It's fun. How fun is burning shit? I, it's one of my favourite... Th- I love... I've, I have been known to... Um, I was trying to burn those stumps at home in the winter. It was I successfully kind of burned them, but tell you what, I had that fire going all day, and then at some point, I went down into my shed, and I got that... At a certain point of the day, I'm like, I need more. I need more. So that's when I went and got the uh, the um, lawnmower petrol can out, and that's when the... You know, the fun stuff. I just get, I, I usually just get a um I usually just get like an old um out of the side of my car door or something like a wee um takeaway coffee mug. Oh yeah, they're great. Yeah, just top just... petrol with that and just throw it on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it's, it's fun. Anyway, enough about uh well no, there's always time to talk about fires. Um so oh we were gonna do bread and circuses. Yeah. We'll do that. We did a little bit about the ba- my baseball uh dilemma, but it's fine. Hopefully Tuesday Hopefully the the balance will hang on. Now, um, bread and circuses. Now, I have you been noticing all the? Um, it's a weird thing, and I sometimes I don't really. The I see the I, I suppose there are probably a lot more people than not that have the same feeling as me, which is when there are these weird. Um, like this week, it's been the. How often do you think about Rome? Have you seen that? Yeah, because Andrew asked me the other day. It's weird. Like, like, and she asked me, and I said, almost never. Yeah, nearly never. Like the only times I would think about it would be um, when looking at our civilization and how it seems like it's teetering. I would hearken back to that. Would be the one I'd hearken back to because that's probably probably the most obvious one. Because actually, in the big scheme of things, it wasn't that long ago. It's only like two, you know, well, not even two thousand years, less than that, eh? Uh, when did that? Collapse? No idea. That's how I don't know. Well, anything, I, I don't. Know, my understanding is I almost it, know nothing it, about it, it, that it kind of period. it kind of fucked out, but it moved. Um, it moved to. Um, like I believe, like Constantinople, it kind of moved um, eastward, the okay. the empire. So Ro- the Roman Empire based at all ro- all roads lead to Rome capitulated, but the Roman Empire actually continued, I believe. And I don't know, but yeah, but back to the story, I kind of yeah, it was weird. It's like a, it's just these. I, it's like a, it's like a meme, but it's not a meme. Almost. It's like a, a verbal meme. Yeah, I, I keep seeing it, and I don't. Where was I going with this? You said something. What's been happening? Um, and I can't. I can't remember why I brought that up. What were we talking about prior to that? This is terrible. About the Rome thing. What's been happening this week? No, that was it. That was that was your first thing you brought up after baseball. After um, after the Marlins. Yeah, you said hopefully on Tuesday you collect. Yeah, hopefully it. I clicked. But then you said something. Did I? Yep, you did. I'm pretty sure you did. 
Anyway, what were fuck now? I've totally, I've totally lost it. I've totally lost the reason I brought that up. Can we pause it? Are we, are we allowed to do that? No, fuck no. Oh no. fuck! I'm gonna have to go on a. To- hopefully, it'll come why, back. Yeah. To why me. did you bring that up? I don't know. You've just you were talking about things that. What was I talking about? Oh my god, this is terrible. We'll just we'll just have to we'll just have to push on. So, um, <laughs> speaking of bread and circuses, oh no, that's it. Bread and circuses. So that was one of the fucking videos I watched. Was I believe that uh, Dylan Burgess from up the Coast Road, um, he posted this video of this old. Uh, he's like a you know you, you get the vibe. He's kind of from like Alabama or Georgia in the states. He's like an old sort of old maybe in his fifties. And his wife asks him the question, and he goes into this quite elaborate description of how often he thinks about Rome, and it's quite a lot because he he makes the he makes the um, correlations between the Ro- collapse of the Roman Empire and then our own predicament we're all in at the moment, and um. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was interesting about the bread and circuses. Then I kind of and this this old guy was talking about how how many distractions how the the Roman emperors and the ruling elite how they literally gave away bread and put on like massive shows at like the Colosseum and and multiple other you know theater all the gladiatorial shit. And I'm thinking. It is like, you know, that's when I start getting weirded out by like how crazy I go for the Warriors and how too much time I invest into the UFC. And I, that's and what, how little it all matters. And how little it all matters. And that's why I had that in a way. I, I would love it if the Warriors were in the grand final. Oh, but that's when I put Waz Psyop is over. That's the Bread and Circuses. Bread and Circuses sometimes, like I was listening to Eddie Bravo and Joe. It's one of the first Joes I've listened to in a fortnight. We've actually, I've actually got some show notes on that. Have you listened to it? No. It's so Eddie was on Joe maybe yesterday or the day before, and um, they were talking about Joe must have gone to his first ever NFL game. I believe it was the Dallas Cowboys. This is a couple of weeks ago or a week ago. Dallas Cowboys v the New York. I think it was the Jets. I think it was the team that um, Aaron Rodgers. Um, well played for for about one drive and then fucked his Achilles, didn't he? Now, did you, uh, quickly on that, I know this is old hat now, but did you see how Aaron Rodgers fucked his leg? No, didn't, so know. Aaron didn't Rod- know he did, so, didn't see so it. So Aaron Rodgers, so the first game of his new for his new team, obviously left the Green Bay Packers, and I believe he started with the New York Jets. And in his first drive as the Jets quarterback, Blue is, he's done. Like, apparently he reckons he'll be back in six months because that's what they reckon uh, Achilles are now, which is... Wow, it used yeah. to be longer. It used to be longer, but now... Oh, it used to be, you're done. Now it's, Oh, you know how you said... This is a just a, a quick little Achilles story. Yep. You know how you said... You were talking to Elliot Bruce and he'd done his Achilles? Was that was correct? That, was that... Was, was, did you say that? I believe so. He was... He was had, when I saw him, he was in a moon boot. Yeah. Or something like that. Well, anyway, his dad... His dad done his Achilles. Okay. And then... It was like the day or the week, whatever, of getting his fucking cast off. Yep. He did it again. Oh. He's so a, he was He's in, a Ryan Pappenhausen of Graham. Yeah. Yeah, he was in it for, I, I, if I remember right, I think he was in a, in a cast almost for Double a year. Double cast. Oh, brutal. Yeah. But anyway, back to Aaron Rodgers. Back to Aaron Rodgers. So there was a, oh, this is old news now because there's so much shit that's constantly getting thrown at us all the time, obviously, in this modern era. But there was a, there was a post, there was a Twitter post 
hours before that happened to Aaron Rodgers that predicted exactly what would happen. And it was taken down, and there was a big hoo-ha around it. And I didn't, I looked at it, and it didn't seem like it was a hoax. It seemed like a legitimate Twitter post. Just a prediction. Yeah, it said exactly that Aaron Rodgers will... How many comments on Twitter every day? How many predictions? Very specific, though. Like Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, but like say, example, how many did people anyone predict, on did anyone say, Ryan Pappenhausen will break his ankle tonight? I don't think anyone said that because that, but uh, you know. Oh, how do you know? Oh, how many comments on the NRL? You would know though. You would know because someone would be like, "Well, this guy's Nostradamus. He's the NRL." Nostradamus. Yeah, you're right. You might. Yeah, you're but right. But anyway, so the, the, this was this was news from three weeks ago. But there was a seemingly strange simulation type event where some guy predicted that Aaron Rodgers would. Um, blow his Achilles that that like within an hour and it happened it's pretty crazy but anyway all uh, so yeah back to Joe and Eddie and the Brendan Circuses they were talking about it today how Eddie's Eddie's kind of I suppose it's the same way I feel Eddie's like Eddie says that he uses it to distract himself on purpose because he said you can't be in the world like it is all the time and I, it's valid but also uh, you do like you say Tim you do have to know that it's basically, but it's meaningless. But then it has so much meaning. Like I was feeling so good about the Warriors. No, well, everything we do is really meaningless. Yes and no. Yes and no. Like my garden means something to me. Like being a dad means something. You know, should have put those two around the other way. <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. You know, it means something. You don't think everything. Yeah, but- but if everything means something to everyone, yeah. then isn't just it all meaningless, though? I think uh, Victor Frankl would have something to say to that, Tim. You know, you've read Victor Frankl's book, haven't you? Is it yeah. Victor Frankl? I've read a book Man. by him, The Man's Search of Meaning. Yeah. I can't really. I, I, I don't want to sound like a way, but I read so many book. I read so many books years ago that. No, well, that's the thing. You can all, find meaning. To, but you I, can find meaning in anything. That's. I think that was his. That was his. Uh, that was his. Uh, and you sometimes you have to point. when you're in such a shit situation. You need to find meaning in things that. Well, in the little, in little tiny things. Can I just get a win? Can I just finish my sentence because I'd sound like a total wanker then saying that I've read so many books, and that makes me sound like a wanker. But what I want to say is I've read so many books that I kind of forget all of it. Oh, same. Do you remember much from all the books you've read? No, I think it's in there somewhere. But I, I, if someone <laughs> if someone asked, this is what this is me in books. Yeah. I take my time reading them. Yep, because so I'm because I'm a shit reader. Yes, yeah, I. If someone asks me after the book, like immediately after, I could probably regurgitate a little bit. If yep. someone asked me a week later, yep. I could tell them nothing about it. Yeah, but if someone brought up part of the book, yep. I could probably have a conversation about a, a specific thing. <laughs> but they would have to bring up. Bring up the actual subject. Yeah, totally. I, I it's, can't remember. It's in there somewhere. I can't remember a lot of anything I read, but I do remember Victor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning. All I remember was he was in the concentration camps. Yeah. I believe. And that they just had to find meaning in things. Back to so you think it's meaningless. I find Well, I think it's all the same. Like it's me if there's <laughs> meaning in everything, then it's all Does it mean anything? It doesn't mean anything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Eddie was kind of like to Joe, you know, they were talking about the bread and circus aspect here. It's all of this big distraction and it, it is true, but it, it's, it's true and it isn't, you know what I mean? Like sport is not, a, it's not like it's like, there are people that think this, but I don't think it's all a big psyop. 
on a shit. But note. there are people that think that. I know. There are people that are like, oh no, it's all, all uh, professional sports is all a sigh up to keep the sheep asleep. And it's like, not really. Like, uh, to if a, you can to enjoy a, it and to then a degree, dip yes. out. Yeah, yeah. Like to a degree, I don't think you're. A, I I think that's too. That's even for me. That's way too broad a brush. And that's not just because it suits me that I watch sport and am a whack job, but I do. I, I I think I have a balance between being able to turn it on and turn it off. But um, but that but was, if you've if you've played sport before, you yeah, know how a, you know how competitive people are. I played all. You know, the, I you, played are all you the telling me like those people that say it's all a psyop and it's all rigged? It's funny. It's well, like I've got an example. Good good luck telling the player the competitive <laughs> fucking. I've got an example to prove your point that I work. Uh, I got a mate who's a painter. He's got his own painting business, and he is a worker. I won't mention any names. This should be by the paywall, but uh, for the sake of um, for the sake of validating your comment, I'll make make this um, statement that this mate of mine who has a worker is a bit of a black pill doomer somewhat, and he doesn't listen because he he thinks he probably he he um he's made sort of this this guy's made some mildly snarky remarks about me having a podcast in general because you know. Because he's just one of those guys, but uh, he's a fucking know-it-all. He is actually, funnily enough, he's a nice <laughs> enough guy, but he knows fucking everything. And um, I know it's rich coming from me, but I just know how to balance it out. I don't. I'm happy with sport. Yeah, I'm happy, I'm happy to act like a dumb cunt and let other people think I'm stupid. I can live with that, you know. In oh, fact, fuck yeah. I do it. I, I do it, it daily. Yeah, like I, 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 I act like a fucking idiot and blame everything on myself for 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 fun. I do it all day at work. Uh, with people, but anyway, this guy um, is really not interested in any sport and is quite negative about it. It's all a distraction, and so I asked the mate who is, who employs him in private. I was like, "Let me guess, he never played sport." And my mate was like, "No, nah, never played sport." I'm like, "Yeah, there you go, never played sport." So. That's the thing. I, I'd love to do a survey across all the people that are real doom and gloom about. Oh, it's all distracting. I, I, I yeah, eighty percent. Like, in fact, probably more than eighty. Most, nearly all of them would have not played sport really. Hey, and to any sort hey, of competitive level. And there's level. nothing wrong with not playing sport. Of course, because there's people that just aren't cut out for it. They might be arty. They might. They might be creative. But or, they, be, or they just can't admit to themselves that they hate losing that bad. Yeah, or they just some people just aren't very good at sport, like you know. But um, anyone, like I, think I mean, speaking from get good a, at it, our experience, Tim, you and I were both members of the suburb spine. The spine bra, we're in the spine. Spine bra. We, we still need to. You're, uh, you're an, you're an oh, accomplished. Shit. You're an accomplished. Kicking the mic. You're an who, accomplished, am I, who do I think uh, I am? John C. You're an accomplished uh, waterman and an accomplished mountain man. <laughs> And I was a, I was kind of a multi-ball sports man. I could I could play I could play most sports with a ball, no dramas, and 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 have pretty good coordination. Um, so so you know so didn't have uh, toot toot my own horn, but um so didn't have any issues with sport, and and therefore then love. I mean I love sometimes you know me. I love a lot of sport. Like I'll watch every league game. I'll watch multiple NFL games, uh, multiple all the major league baseball games, because I just find it. I love the competition. It's crazy. Same. I love. I love. I just like. I sort of like human excellence. So do I. And it's like, fun and, to watch. And what I love is when when they do it when when they're excellent and they execute it under pressure. Oh. 
you know that's that's, that's, that's pretty impressive. That's that's impressive. So so look, I'll, uh, if 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 this is all an Illuminati ruse, you got me. You got me eye on the triangle, people. You got me lizards this time. This time you got me. There's way more chance of the moon landing being fake than all sport being a ruse. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a ruse, <laughs> but I think there's just some doomers that are like, oh, it's just a distraction, bro, to keep you dumbed down and blah, blah, blah. Um, we, kn- we know, yeah, we, it's entertainment. Yeah. We know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We need, you, you can't be you can't be on all the time. This is what Eddie Bravo was saying. You can't be on all the time. They did talk about fluoride because I think Joe talked about fluoride in the, um, in the protect our parks episode recently and Joe's just it's like it's just what Joe's made a living of acting stupid and like being like he hasn't talked about it 10 years ago ever but why do they put fluoride in the water it is quite crazy he's just rehashing he has what all of these conspiracy theories that he's talked about years and years ago another podcast I know um he's just re he he brings them up like that like he plays dumb like he'd never talked about it before yeah, he may, just, or maybe he was yeah. just way too high and he didn't yeah, fucking remember. But they talked about that today, and I'm like, yeah, fluoride is a way bigger issue than professional sports. The fact that they're putting that shit in the water, and it's like Joe was rabbiting on about, like, it is scientifically proven, not that we can trust the scientists these days, but allegedly it's scientifically proven that it lowers IQ. <laughs> you know, that's, I don't know, why did I do it? Why did I laugh then? Because it's so ridiculous that it, it's like Joe made the point, it's a great point. Well, why why is people's tooth health the business of a government? Why, why you know, Joe Joe was making the point, and it's just you know, it's a silly point, but it, he's making it. Is what if we what should we put sunblock in apples? You know, um, they don't. What about what, big sugar? Aren't they, we, if why, we're worried about health, then what are we doing? Why, why is we, no? Why aren't why are people okay with being mad? Because that's what you're, you're being mass medicated with fluoride in a lot of, especially in the Western countries. It's fucking crazy, mate. Like, I don't know. Uh, shit. I mean, it's yeah. Should it not be our choice? It should totally be like like this. Uh, is that what? Is that why they're going to turn teeth. on the nanobot? Are they going to turn on the nanobots in fluoride? Nanofluoride. Brush your fucking teeth, and if you don't, then don't, and they'll they'll decay. But it's it's not. It should never be the fact that people have let the government put fucking fluoride in the water. We've just totally gone away from sports, but and we haven't even got to the Warriors or anything yet. I think we're, we're I think we're dancing around it. So we just do it. <laughs> so I'm so proud of them. I reckon no, they did yeah. awesome. It was weird. It was a very. I, I don't have the vocab to really describe how I felt. And this is the weird thing. After the game finished, I wasn't actually that gutted. I was a little bit. I stood at the bench for about fifteen minutes. I tell you what, I didn't do. I did not go on a social media. Really, I might. Have what was po- the point? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I get. I've seen some funny memes. Some some people sent me some funny rundowns of, like. I have mixed feelings about the Reese Walsh Ford pass because there's a lot of people saying it didn't matter, blah, blah, they won by blow. But I'm thinking, well, actually, at that, I mean, I know, I, 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 look, the the Broncos were the better team on the night, right? They were, but I will say this: in that period after half time, it was a real arm wrestle. Yep. And people say that it didn't matter; the Broncos would have won anyway. I th- look, I don't want to harken back to Aston Kutcher's Butterfly Effect movie, but that honestly is how it is. Like, there, I don't want to get too fucking metaphysical, but 
anything that happens in your life, in every single human being, in every single thing's life, if you zig when you were supposed to zag, it could totally change the entire universe infinitely. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. So I know these are mostly NRL bonehead fans, and they're mostly Broncos fans, but I will say... In that particular parallel, in that particular existence at that moment, when that NRL referee or the three of them, three the three officials and the bunker, and I even think the next pass to Ricky was Ford too. <laughs> I was yelling that as in live in yeah, real time. Yeah, I was time, going nuts. I was going, yeah, that one's Ford. Oh, that one's Ford too. But that one from Reese was dis- that was a disgrace. That was a disgrace. So I can my, tell you, you know. my quick takeaway on that yes. is they just in they need to just get that right in yep. games. They need to figure a way to get that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And regardless of the outcome of the game, yeah. like that was a howler, and it they got it wrong. It could just be like every so so. <laughs> it's as simple as everyone knows that's a forward pass. Yeah, and they don't have to review it like a touch, like when no. they ground the ball in the end goal. That that was that was a forward pass on first review. And it's just, yeah, there's a forward pass. Bring it back. Scrum. So where I'm going with my, I can't expect the NRL fans to all get super metaphysical butterfly effect on it. But at the end of the day, no one knows what would have happened in another parallel universe if that had been like, forward pass, and then the Warriors have the ball on the Broncos 40, and then that was in an arm wrestle phase of the game. We score 24-18. And then the pressure's Game's on. on. You don't, you don't know. And I, look, I this isn't maybe sad. in another dimension we did win. That, well, that's can the, we dip into that one? We well, yeah. There was a, how there do was, you access it? There was a Y files, um, and we'll get to the Y files because uh, I've got a little. We, Amy and I watched the latest one tonight, but there was a Y files a couple of weeks ago about um, the mini. It's called the mini, mini. Uh, it's about parallel universes and how they are essentially they could be infinite. Uh, they should always, uh, but well, it's it's well, it's but be, infinite. It's to, like if infinity is a thing, if infinity yeah. is infinity, yeah. then yeah, it, it, it all, is. Yeah, it is. There's yeah, it's it's hard for the for the for the primate mind of ours. Even though um, Bryce Mitchell, have you seen Bryce Mitchell arguing with um, Michael Bisping? <laughs> have you seen that, Tim? Bit of a nose blow. Uh, no. Oh, mate. I've been on a bit of a, like, Bryce Mitchell just quickly going away from league but into UFC, which is still British circuses, I suppose. You know, Bryce Bryce Mitchell is, I love Bryce, but, man, he's, there's the clips going around. There's obviously him holding up the Bible in the ring, and I love it how the UFC Holding fighters, the Bible in the ring? Oh, yeah. Have you not seen it? Nah. So when he, when he won his fight last weekend, I can't remember who he beat, um, he, and after the thing, he held up the, um, the Bible, like, it looks, the still shot looks, but I'm okay with it. Like, some people aren't. It's like, well, Dana kind of says, well, you know, we let our guys kind of, within reason, like, uh, people like, you di- you not letting fighters put up their, um, you know, it must have been to do with the Ukraine-Russia war, but to my knowledge, um, you know, Dana was one of the only professional sports leagues that would let the Russian flag go on on the graphics on the screen. So I don't know what people. I don't know if there were people trying to 
um, do some shit from the Ukrainian side and maybe um, Dana put the kibosh on it. But for all for, for the most part, UFC fighters can give, and that's what's great about the UFC. Like this. Well, how was that guy the other day calling out the people in the crowd? That was so funny. There was no, the, the other. He's going, "Are oh, you fucking all you faggots?" All you the- fucking. And then, but no, there was that was that was the first dude. That, that was, was the grappler so- dude. And then two, one or two fights later, there was that Manel Cup. I didn't see him. He was the guy that was supposed to fight um, Kaikara France. So he beat this new up-and-coming guy, only just, the new up-and-coming guy. He was one of those, um, he's, he's a Brazilian guy on the come-up. But I think Manal Cup is from Portugal, but he's a black dude. And man, he might have won, oh, I don't know if he won by decision, but he, he didn't win as easily as he thought he would have. But he, on the same night was calling Kaikara France in his post-fight in the Octagon interview, calling him like a fucking faggot. So in, in the sa- I think the Fu Man Swoop Boys talked about it the other week. And in one fight, in one night, it might have been the UFC. It was the UFC where Sean Strickland beat Izzy, whatever one that was. Two oh, okay, three. okay. I only, I only saw I believe, that I believe fight. it was the one in Sydney. There was t- Within an hour, there was two fighters dropping the fag dropping bomb. That's classic. And it was just like, wow, that... And, and, and there's no talk about it. It just happened, and you know what? I'm glad it. I'm glad it happened, and I'm glad there's no there's no pushback on the. Imagine UFC. if that was tennis or something like that. Oh mate, I mean, imagine if, if imagine, imagine if, if Novak Novak was like, and fuck all you vaccinated. Not there's anyone vaccinated. Fuck all you vaccine making faggots. Go fuck yourselves. It'd be he. Every sponsor he had would be lost within an hour. They'd all be like gone. <laughs> On Twitter, he would be he probably would be, be banished. banished. Yeah, yeah, he'd probably be done. Yeah, but in the UFC, you'd be like, "Anything fuck goes." All you, fuck all you faggots! <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Anyway, so but yeah, uh, Bryce Mitchell's just he's 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 very into flat Earth, and that's fine. But there's some clips going around of Bryce Mitchell getting interviewed by Bisbing and Bisbing and and Bryce. I don't know if it's playing it up a bit. But there was one going around where um, Bryce is asking in his kind of rednecky, um, you know, verbiage, asking Bisbing if he thinks that we evolved from, as he, as Bryce Mitchell says, monkeys. <laughs> monkeys is not, I, like, monkeys is a bit different than apes. Like, I, I've already, I've, I've explained to my own kids when they were young, just to get these little things right. It's good to get things right. But monkeys and apes, and monkeys have tails and apes don't. And, you know, it's kind of like a very, very simplistic way. But when Bisbing, who apparently is a bit of an he's a, you know, he's not a um, God-fearing man, he laughed at Bryce Mitchell, and Bryce Mitchell got very worked up. He got very worked You should find the clips. I'll, I'll sure find them. Find it, send it to me. I'll send it to you. But Bisping and and I think I think there was a bit of something in the ring the other day with when um, because this clip could be older, but there's a bit of there was a bit when Bisping interviewed him in the ring the other day. Um, I think when Bryce Mitchell got the Bible out, I don't think Bisping liked it. I don't think he was a huge fan of it. That was my understanding. Well, I didn't. I I've only seen the the still shot of just it's everywhere on my Instagram. Is Bryce holding out the Bible in the ring, and it just—I don't know—it just—it just—it's like, hey, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it that um, they—they've—they've they've got all these personalities that you would never have in any other league. Um, and then let, getting quickly to Sean Strickland, um, you know, I'm watching some of his interviews, and I'm like, you know what? Some a lot of people are like, eh, he's a fucking dick. 
a lot of the things he says, I'm like, he's not, he's, he says some things I like. Like I saw one, uh, there was one thing he was doing this week, someone interviewed, and he was talking about how, how, how much um, people are overwhelmed with advertising and consumerism. Because people give him shit because he still has a Hyundai Sonata. <laughs> yeah. He plays it up a bit. I get yeah, it. yeah, yeah. He plays yeah. it up. But he's like, no, look, man, the average kid these days, is they, they want all this fat. And he goes, that's, he goes, it, it, it's honestly, it's, it's a valid point. He's like, you know, if I meet a woman and she doesn't think I'm good enough because I've got my Hyundai, then fuck her. She's not the one for me. If she judges. And you know what? That's absolutely, that's the, in my opinion, that is the absolute correct way of approaching life from, from my opinion too. Like, you know, if you, if you meet a, if you have a, if you want to meet a person, whether it be a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a they, them, they, you know, if that was the case, you know, and I have had that in the past. I remember, I remember one of my bad dates in between, um, baby mum and, and new mum. I remember going on this date with this chick and I had no <laughs> Come on, fill us in. Let's I had go, no let's other go. option than to pick her up in the work van. Okay, what's and, what was the work van? Competitive painter's work van. Yeah, what sort of van was it? It was a uh, um it was like a vanette. You know the vanette? The Nissan vanette. Not the bongo, the smaller yep, one. The yep, vanette. Yep. Um and yeah, this this bitch was <laughs> Did you did you clean did you sort of clean the work van out a little bit? I didn't care. You just like, picked her up? Yeah, I just picked her up. And, and were you rocking uh, paint clothing still? Nah, 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 nah. No, 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 not no. Nah, this was a, this was a movie. This was a this was up there with one of the like I, I wasn't really much of a dater. Like I've usually just met a chick at a party or something, and yeah. then we just hung out, and then you go, you know, then you'd hang out two days later, and then all of a sudden you'd be hanging out all the time. But going on dates was not for me. But I went on a few in between. So how did this one end then? If she was, uh, well, it was, was she just, not in, into the van yet? No, but I wasn't into her. I didn't like her either. Like I tell you, the first thing we did wrong was we went to a movie. A movie's not a good date. We can't talk exactly. But I just she she wasn't really for me. Like she was quite a um, she was just more of a normie chick, you know. Yeah, more of a normie chick. But there, that was one thing where she 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 was not impressed by me and. Uh, to be hey. honest, I was not impressed by her, but that was one instance where, whereas like, so what was her name? <laughs> no, actually, you know what? You know what? I can't remember her name. So there you go. I can't. So this that was, was only, that was how unimpressive she was. This would have been. So I've been with Amy for thirteen years. This would have been 14, 14 and a half years ago, and I have no idea what her name is. Fuck it. Fuck you feel well when you look at it like that. Whereas, you're like Amy never. You know, you haven't forgot her name. Well, Amy and I never. Like, I drove. Like, I still had that same work van when I met Amy, and we would drive around all over the place in it. She'd never batted an island. We would be going down to Hines to pick up fucking bales of pea straw and driving the west coast in the van. And she was like, "Is that the, is that the van you got? The, the, that was the van I got. Hay bale that humongous it. bale. Like we turn up. I've told the story, eh? Hey? Like we turn up. Just to rehash it though. It wasn't just a normal. It was like a massive farm with humongous farming equipment, like that class, or you know, it's like yeah, CLAA. So you thought you were just picking up a normal like a well, bale of hay? I've talked about this in too. Like Amy has sometimes. Times has a it's she is by far and away an excellent uh organizer uh purchaser she makes an art form out of shopping basically but on occasion she has been known to 
um, uh, underestimate the size of some things she's bought on Dreamy. <laughs> One of them was a wall unit that we dumped out the back of the Belfast Networks <laughs> that I had to help this old guy bring down two stories out in the middle of the Canterbury Plains. And the other one was this almighty bale of pea straw that we had to drive for about an hour to get. And it got forklifted by a tractor with a fork on the front out of this humongous barn south of Dunedin, uh, south of Ashburton, into the back of the vanette. And the fucking back of the vanette was sacked out all the way back to Christchurch up Mount Pleasant. <laughs> and I tell you what, when we got that, it couldn't get it out at the other end. So I had to break it off in the segments. And in I was the van. In the van. And then out. And there was so much fucking peace straw on this. This was the house that uh, my, when I first met Amy, she was living in up in Mount Pleasant. Because that right. shit expands as well when you Fuck, start getting mate, it out. We had we we put it on, over the veggie garden in Mount Pleasant. And um, there was just so much left. Like the whole front yard and where the part of the car was just, people was like, just come and grab as much peace straw as you want. There was sheep's jaws in it. It started sprouting peas. It was a fucking... But, yeah, so that was pretty funny. So um, how do we get on to that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Amy wasn't bothered with that. But, um, and like... So I, I feel Sean Strickland on that front. If, uh, if, if she's not... If, if she thinks she's above it, then... Fuck her. Fuck her. But, um, or so, him. Or him. Yeah. Or they, them, Zazer. Yeah. Um, or uh, Foxkin or um, whatever. But, um, so, uh, back to the was. Um, yeah... <sighs> Look, I was very proud. Um, I, um, I, yeah, like I say, I the 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 air just went out of the balloon slowly, and then I watched Ob come out and Z was there, and they kind of just left the 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 tiny went to their pod, and I was just left standing in the. You know, Amy was obviously bed because it was the game was quite late, and I was just left standing at the thing, and it was like, "Well, it's over. That's that. Yeah. I mean, now we've got to wait till March." But I think, um, I I mean, the trick is not being. I mean, this has been said multiple occasions, and will continue to be said. The trick will be not being like uh, last, like last year. That was or this year been. It was the um, North Queensland Cowboys. Who you know had a final four finish and then totally fucked out. So did the um, Eels. It's not being one of those teams. Yeah, there are a few teams like that this year. There's always teams like that every year. There's a couple of teams that were there and then they're not. And I personally, uh, you know, being the one of the only people in the entire podcast universe of New Zealand that actually predicted the Warriors would even make. Not just the eight, but quite a way up the eight. I'll never, you'll never hear the end of it. Um, but I also, I think next year, I actually, yeah, I mean, it's easy for people to say this now, but I think they'll be better, you know, with yeah. another preseason and a bit more speed in the team. RTS, I think they'll be better. Now, let's quickly, and we can pretty much wrap up, um, unless you want to talk about, there's not much to talk about, Izzy's uh, drink driving charge, or you want to talk about Sean Strickland or anything, but I nah, don't, I don't really, really. Nah, I don't really care. I, I kind of feel bad for Izzy because, um, yeah, you just, know why I feel bad for him? Because, and I know this is not breaking any, breaking any new ground here, but because everyone on the internet is just a dick. Yeah. They're just a dick. Like, who cares? Like, 
you know, everyone does. And I, I How many can, people every day get done drink driving? I've been done for it. I mean, and, and no, no one, one was a dick to me because I, I was nobody really knew because I, I stayed on the radar. But poor old Izzy. Yeah, you can't stand on the radar. He can't stay on the radar. And, yeah. He you know, fucked up. He fucked up. It's like it's not. It's not like he. Um. It's not like he, he didn't John Jones's missus or something. Yeah. Like, no. They, I don't. I don't think there's. I. I think a a drink driving charge is just bad for the, for for the person who gets it. I don't really think that. I don't look at. I don't look at anyone who gets drink driving charges like piece of shit because it's just a bit of a fuck up. Maybe if you got done for your seventh time and you you know you're a real you know. Well, I don't even think drink driving should be illegal. I know that's what I that's what I like about you, Tim. But, <laughs> You know, because the like, like I keep talking about a crime, like you're getting done for like a pre-crime almost. Yeah, yeah. Because you haven't actually hurt anyone else. Well, you know, that from, you 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 have elevated your chances of hurting someone else. You I, know, from, I get um, that, but you haven't. Like the crime would be hurting someone. The crime, yeah. the crime would be fucking. I don't know, assault or. You would know from our Patreon, one of our Patreon episodes. That I mean, I could. I mean, I drove around for about two or three hours with zero memory and can't remember any of it. Hey, you know they say, hey. Tim, it wasn't my best moment, but no harm, no foul. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, poor old Izzy. Like, you know, Izzy, 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 um, Izzy is his own worst enemy sometimes. But on this one, I have a bit of sympathy. But so with that, I think well, there's just one last thing to mention on the um, Bread and Circus circuit that I nearly want to move away from Bread and Circuses, not on the podcast, just in general for a little bit, because yeah. I do, I'd rather focus on something else, uh, just in my life personally. It's hard with baseball, but baseball's nearly over, and then the league's over, but then the Cricket World Cup's coming up. But it's in India, so the time will be weird. But the thing I want to talk about finally was... How the fuck did Sean Johnson not win the Dally M? Like, what, what, what are, what are you? Are you with Jazz Tavanga, and are you, are you just like that was a you know, yeah? Because I, Jazz, I, Jazz I said something. it was a robbery, and that, I think he, I think someone told him, to, I think he took the post down. I sent something to you just just before, and I was like, well, Ponga was out for a massive stretch. Old Headknock was out for a bit, right? Yep. This yep. year, yeah, and then obviously they he hadn't been playing that well. They went on that ten game streak yeah. as right? the Warriors on the seven game streak, and, and yeah. who shut who shut down? Yep, who yeah. shut him down? Sean Johnson shut down Ponga yep. in in the last game that they played this year. Yeah, but I think that the, what I've I've read all the comments and what they'll say is that game didn't count towards Delhi M. But what I but th- this is the thing that I've seen all the pundits talking about is that there was a game. When it might have been, was it against the Gold Coast Titans, the Warriors versus the Gold Coast Titans, or was it, I can't remember who it was against, but Sean Johnson had like two try assists, all the shit, and the big thing was zero points, and yeah. that was the one that people were like, nah, "That's weird." I, I, I would, to be honest, I was more surprised at Nico Hines being one point behind them as well. Yeah, look, although he did. Like it's funny, people would say he played badly, but he he had try assist. Any any try that happened in that team yep. was generally through him. Yeah, I mean, and I've heard of the excuses like uh, because the Warriors were better this year, they had all these other guys that take the points and Pongers. But it's like bullshit. Ponga's not the only good. Like that, there were plenty of guys that, like Dominic Young, was scoring doubles and hat tricks all the time. Yeah, freak tries, not freak just tries. not just end of pass tries. But yeah. I just think I don't know. Like everything, like the forward passes in the NRL, people like needs to be looked at. I don't know how they're scoring the the Dally M, but Sean Johnson 
was the best, most consistent player over the entire season more than any of those people without a doubt. I don't give a fuck because all the people that were talking shit were all, mostly all Newcastle fans and, and then obviously yeah. Aussies in general, but Newcastle fans. And I get why. And it's look, it's not Caelan Pong's fault. Of course not. Of course not. Good on him. So my take on it is but, I yeah. don't know how Sean feels about awards. Yep. But maybe he maybe he's bummed about it. Um, everyone knows he had a, he yeah, was he was amazing. I mean. He was the um, most consistent. And guy. it was like it's it's an award. Like I mock I mock TV show. I mock Oscars. I mock the fucking Golden Globe bullshit. Like would it's you, what if it's I, all what if bullshit. I won North Canterbury I'm, Painter of the Year. It, it's, it'd be would the same. It'd be the same as getting a Master Builder <laughs> Award, mate. It, it's fucking meaningless. The well, people in the know so know, painful. and that's it. Yeah, totally. So what they did was they gave him the they gave him the. Half back of the year award, which is like a you know I I I don't want to see a conspiracy behind everything, but I think I don't know I'd I'd love to know the inner workings of because after a certain round in the NRL, the Dallium points are secret; you don't get to see them. And I'm just I don't under, like maybe someone smarter than well, me because everyone keeps going on about Payne Haas being yeah. like equal footing with with Sean. Yeah. And like he finished way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just it. total shit show. It's sure, just awards, won, mate. Awards and awards. Also, I but I was glad to see Andrew Webster win Coach of the Year. That was good. I think he deserved it. Um, what did you think? I just I heard his speech. I heard a part of his speech. Yeah, yeah. He um, oh, he's just a humble dude. Do you know awesome. one thing? And this is this is like I fuck words up all the time. But I'm not on, uh, and look, this is, look, no one wants to, this is a touchy subject because everyone loves Andrew Webster, as do I. But I think he does something. Something. Yeah. I think he said something in his, um, in his um, speech when he was given the award. And um, I think we need to iron that out when you're an NRL coach. I don't think you should be, I, I could be wrong. You have to you have, you have to do the thing you love to do most, which is watch rehash something. Watch us watch a imagine Tim. He has to watch a speech for an award on YouTube. Is that like the worst thing you can imagine for a sport? For a sport, yeah. a sports speech. Oh, no, well, not that it matters. For that an a award, I shouldn't say a sport because they're all meaningless. Yeah, it's all yeah, meaningless. All the awards to Tim. are yeah. And, Everything's meaningless to Tim. And but it's you, all meaningful at the same time. And, but then it's, you think things are meaningless as they are, and then it's an award for a meaningless thing, and then the guy says something. I mean, what's... We've got to get to the bottom of this. We've got to get to the bottom of this. But I love... Uh, I mean, Webster... Hey, look. I, I, he seems like such a good dude. He is a good dude. He's obviously a, a, a great... He's a great man. But um, look... Hey, we can't all be blessed with um, everything. He's obviously blessed with uh, with uh, excellent man management slash coaching skills. But um, yeah, something. I just picked it up. It's just one of those things I hear. I don't think any less of the guy. And like I say, I fuck words up all the time. But you know, once again, uh, I have. We have. What, if we could seconder him here. If we, we could, could seconder <laughs> him here. No, it's not. It's look. Once again, it's if you. If you said something, it's not something I could raise with you. It's not something I'd... Uh, pardon me. Any friend or person, It's I, I would never pull up a person. If I, they said something. No, no way. No really? way. I hear people, and I would do it. I fuck words up all the time. 
Um, there's certain words I can barely say. Um, and I know. I can't say. Well, what's the. Um, I know them all. What's the person who administers drugs to you at, at the a- hospital? Anesthetist. 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 It's hard. No. Fuck me. You got me fucked up. Anesthetist. It sounds like you're just I listening. I can't do it. It's Try it. I can't come on, do Tim. It. Come on, Tim. It's meaningless anyway. This, not, this means Ane- nothing. Anesthetist. Anesthetist. <laughs> And this year's meaningless <laughs> jujitsu award coach of the year goes to Timothy Carl Romley. Put what? us to sleep, Tim, with your injection. <laughs> and this, this, this. It, it's, ter- it's a terrible word. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, there's there's a few words I struggle with, but um, one, like I say, we we are we only speak on a regular basis to what roughly 100, 150 people. Yeah. So you know we're fine, but when you're saying it in front, of, yeah, yeah, it's nor here nor there. Um, so, geez, we're really not getting through the show notes, but a bit of what? What, what are we on time-wise? Oh, we're almost. What, it's, it's, what day it's, is it? It's today? Ten o'clock. It's Friday. Oh yeah, sweet. So we're good. Yeah. Let's get into the. Um, let's get into the. Uh, let's get into a bit of the. Um, let's get into the bit of the hard out stuff. Oh, now quickly. There's a little bit. This is not really hard out. It's just a little bit of Joe. This, this is a little bit of my Joe Rogan um, nitpicky shit with him, and um, he started. Joe started talking about Russia again. But we'll get to that. I love picking on Joe. You've got to listen to Joe, because you'll probably think I'm being too harsh. You've got to listen to, well, you don't have to do anything, but you should listen to Joe and Eddie, because it's a good listen. I'll always listen to Eddie. But I'll tell I you what, Eddie. when I started doing what you say you do, which is sort of clocked off for a bit as I was working, was there is a part in the first hour, where you'll love it, and I got, I, I, but I kept listening, but they started talking about um, a jiu-jitsu tournaments and the guys and the... All the moves, and at that point, I'm just like, oh. it'll go like if you don't know, it'll go over your head. It's, yeah. But that's the thing in my head. I'm, in my head, there's a part of my mind that's like, why are you? Why don't you just skip this bit? But I, I refuse to because if I'm up a ladder, it's kind of and my phone's over there. It's kind of like, eh, it's a pain in the ass. So I just listen to it. But anyway, come back. We'll go back a little bit. But this is hard out stuff. But it's actually still kind of in bread and circuses. Briefly is. Before the league on Saturday night, the uh, prelim final versus the Broncos, the Wazavi Broncos, as we were speaking about, and a lot of people probably did, is I I think Amy was out, was she? Yeah, she was out. She was out. So it was um, Obi come out to watch it, and Eva was still floating around, and it was a few hours before kickoff, and I thought, I need. We need to do something. I think we, or we you and myself and and Kay, and uh, Cody P down in Wanaka were messaging each other. He was saying, "Oh, you know, good luck, boys. Good luck, boys." In <laughs> sort of sending his little horse emoji, which I'm assuming is he's saying he preferred the Broncos to win. That's where I took it. But um, anyway, uh, and I might have said that I you were watching it. You were watching a movie, weren't you? You watched a movie before the league, maybe after dinner. You watched a kids' movie. Is that correct with the kids? Um, is that what you said in the? Oh yeah, we watched the Sandlot. Oh yeah, what's that? Baseball. Oh, is it good? Yeah, you should have, watch have it. Have you ever seen Field of Dreams with um Kevin Costner? People, I, th- I think so. People ask me because it's apparently it's it's like the most well known. Anyway, so I decided that because I've been listening to the soundtrack, the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory soundtrack, or was it Willy Wonka? No, it's Willy. Is it Willy Wonka? Have you watched Chitty Chitty Bang Bang yet? No, it's it's actually on the list. We, oh, I made Amy, Eva and I essentially forced Amy the other night because she's such a busy mum. I said, look, after dinner, this was on the rainy night, it was Wednesday night. I said, what are we going to do two nights ago? 
What we're going to do, because Amy's just like, you know what mums are like. But she's just, honestly, what, I think what we need to what, do. Frantic for no reason? Well, they just, I've got a lot on, but. I I, que- I personally question if all of it's necessary. But good luck. Good <laughs> luck like raising a good that. response. Yeah. But what? So you have to do it another way. So what I said because Eva Eva's on Eva's kind of on my side. So Eva and I kind of do it for Mum's own mental health. We we're like, you know, we should watch um, Sound of Music. Like, and I think Amy, what you need to do to really enjoy it because she's she's always listening to Eva and I listen and sing all the songs. But she hadn't really ever sat down and watched a movie, or maybe she did when she was a little kid. So, so, so it's a bit of a commitment. It's nearly three hours. It's a big, it's a long movie. So I said, Amy, what what I think we need to do is we'll put your phone away. There'll be no laptops, none of it. But we're just going to have dinner, and we're going to watch. And we did on Wednesday night. And I tell you what, it was, it was good. To, it was, she she did it. She managed to do it without even. I'm just going over to. I'm just going to go over to the kitchen for a minute. <laughs> Look at that. She didn't do any of that, really. That's good. Good control. And, um, but, I, but back to, so that was on Wednesday, but back on the Saturday night, she's on really droning on tonight, I'm sorry. But uh, what we did, the movie we were watching to, so I could essentially sort of forget about the, you know, just just watch a kid's movie was, is it Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or Willy Wonka? I always get confused because it's apparently it's a, it's it's Willy, it's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, isn't it? The original one with um, Gene Wilder. I I thought they were both Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, I think I think the book by Roald Dahl is called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but I ah, think the okay. movie is called Willy Wonka. Anyway, did Roald Dahl write that? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think it's a Roald Dahl. I'm pretty sure it is. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it is. Um, anyway, what was funny? So you would have seen it years ago. You roughly remember it. They got to find the golden ticket. Oh uh, yeah, I've yeah. I've seen out of all those old crappy movies. Yeah. <laughs> I dare you. That would be I've the got one. Charmed him. That charmed. would be the one that I've seen the most. Okay, you're good. yeah, I re- yeah. I enjoy I enjoy Charlie and Chocolate. Yeah, Factory. it's good. So so you'll know the timeline of you know poor old Charlie's uh yeah his grandparents are losers and his mum's a They'd laundry lady and all that cabbage soup. They're eating cabbage soup. But they start finding the golden tickets, right? And there's like Mike TV and Veruca Salt and da da da. da. Do you remember? Now this is this was crazy because I never picked this up. So can you remember that there's a fake golden ticket found? Do you remember the fake golden ticket? Vaguely. This, Go say more. This blew my mind. So in the movie, you have to rewatch it. Yeah, because he thought they were all done. He yeah. thought they were all done. Yeah. Yeah, and it was right. in like Paraguay. Fucking nuts. So they did this um, South American news report about finding the last ticket, which was fraudulent. And do you know whose photo they put up as the person who got it? This blue, I paused it. I got even to pause it. I'm like, pause it. I'm like, I go to my phone and I'm like, I was like, I see to Obi and Eva. I'm like, do you know who that is? And they're like, of course they're like, no. I'm like, that's Martin Borman. And uh, and Obi was like, who's Martin Borman? I'm like, he's basically Hitler's secretary. Secretary. Yeah, Yeah. he's like his right hand man. Like he was the guy who had Hitler's ear. Like he knew everything about everything, more or less. And then, so I go into Google and I pulled up, and the first, we were fucking, we were laughing. Like, he, Obi was like, that's the, the first photo that comes up on Google is the photo that they used in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory fake news report showing the guy who, in Paraguay, which is crazy because that is where some people claim roughly he went. that he went. Yeah. 
And I was. I like, wouldn't. I wouldn't have picked the picture. I wouldn't have picked. Well, it I would never picked it until Saturday night. I'm like, fuck, Martin. Bo- they used the photo of Martin Borman, and whenever they made that movie, 1971. That's pretty crazy. And that's that's a that is a wacky Easter egg. Like they talk about Easter eggs in movies. That's a crazy one. They used the fucking. Uh, well-known, sort of, essentially. Have you looked? Have you looked into that to see who have how many other people have? No, it up? I haven't. I haven't. But that, that's what. Without turning my horn, that's what Eva said. How many people do you think know that that's Martin Borman? And I'm just like, almost none. Almost probably none. But it is. You can look it up next time you watch Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Anyone out there or you, Tim? Just when you get to the fake ticket, just pause it and then. You can trust I would me. suggest that every single person listening to this yeah. is the first time they're hearing that. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> yeah. Potentially. You have bought new information. Yeah, new information has come to light. <laughs> so that's uh, that's that. Um, now, speaking of Nazis, I did have some show notes about this. Did you pay any attention? Have you seen this week about the fucking uh, Ukrainian SS Nazi that got two standing ovations in the Canadian Parliament this week? <laughs> no. Did you see that? No, no, no. Oh, my fucking God. So I know it. I, I'd seen it on, because this is how... I, you know, this is how we get information these days. Is I've, I've seen some things on Instagram about it and then just scrolled past it, never really looked into it. But there was a big hoo ha in the last several days because this the Canadian Parliament, Parliament Speaker of the House introduced this guy. He was a he was a Canadian Ukrainian resident, old as fuck, obviously. And he, he, Trudeau and all the fucking, all the gophers of the Canadian uh, government were there. And Zelensky was there with Trudeau. In Canada. In the Canadian parliament. And then they, they, um, they introduced this dude. Turns out Ukrainian SS Nazi officer. How, was he really old? Yeah. He's like in his eighties or whatever. People picked up on it, and people like, you know, the Simon Wiesenthal, um, you know, the Jewish yep. people who hunt the Nazis are like, and then, so the Speaker of the House, initially, people cotton on it real quick, they're like, uh, that's the Willie Huber of fucking Canada, essentially. And so in real time, people caught within it within several hours or a day oh no so so not so people in the room oh no he got this guy got two standing ovations for uh, what what was he getting him for because he was a ukrainian war like a hero or something and they didn't vet they didn't vet it so the speaker of the house come out and said oh i apologize it's my bad and then a day later he quit, he falls on his sword Justin Trudeau has been on like a fucking... That's um, like Obama's uh, sign language, dude. Yeah, Justin <laughs> Trudeau has been on a fucking apology tour. He, but he apologized... You, you, you might not listen to the latest No Agenda that came out today, but they play the Trudeau apology. He apologizes to... Um, gay, L, gay people? L, no, yeah, 100%. He, this is the joke on No Agenda. <laughs> no I was, was going to record it, but I thought I can't keep playing No Agenda clips. I haven't listened to Tr- it. You should listen to it tomorrow if you can. So Trudeau <laughs> apologizes to L. He doesn't do LGBTQ. He does LGBTQ2IC. Plus he uh, he included two twin spirits. I'm like, what the fuck is twin spirits? Romas. I'm like, what are Romas? Gypsies apparently like. Romas. You're a Roma? Yeah, exactly. I live in a fucking caravan. 
what about um, did he apologise to the Jews? What, yeah, oh, I've definitely hand wringing for the Jews. <laughs> do, do you know what I thought was funny? And this was my own personal take because they were trying to have a shot. Do you know who he blamed it on though? Putin. No shit. Blamed it on Putin. Do you know? Do you know? Yeah. Well, it's Putin. It's, well, every you know. Come on, Tim. You know everything's Putin's fault. Well, I thought. But it, do you know what's crazy? You know how he, he could have at least blamed Trump. Do you know, and this is where I'm going to weave in some Joe Rogan shit in a minute, which I just thought Joe was doing so good with him and Eddie's dumb geopolitical chat. Ch- at least Eddie Bravo admits he knows. He goes, I have no idea what's going on, and neither do I. But Joe. But anyway, what's crazy is that no one, no one uh, apologized to the Russians, and if anything. That's who you should be apologising to. The other like, ones that ended the war. But the other ones who bore the brunt of the war too. Yeah. No one lost more people than the Soviet Russians. The other one, they lost tens of millions. The Jews don't even, look, the Jews got fucked. Yes, apparently. But they pale in comparison. We've talked about it on this podcast ad nauseum. We should be getting a check from the Kremlin for fuck's sake. <laughs> but the Ruskies lost like upwards of 40 or 50 million. Maybe more. They, no one even fucking knows, but they lost tens of millions of people in World War Two, right? And no, but they, they but they wanted to join the fight. Just, they wanted to join the fight. The Jews wow. didn't have a chance. Fucking hell! But yeah, it was a. It was so good to see, man. They are. Uh, they were in, like they were. It, it was an international. It's a, it's a lot of people aren't happy. That whole thing in Ukraine is unraveling. eh? it's unraveling quick. Like I say, there's there are. I listen to commentators that are like. That war is over. Like apparently, there's not even that much fighting anymore because apparently there just isn't much more fight in the Ukrainians. But anyway, we won't off be... to Africa. Yeah, yeah. Well, and like I say, there's no point me either listening to No Agenda or the Duran or both, and then you'll be fully up to date. There's no point me rabbiting on about it. But um, quickly Thank on. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, quickly on. Uh, quickly on to Joe. Um, what was on... Joe saying? Oh, quickly, uh, quickly, quickly. So Russell Brand seems to be back. Uh, that was a weird little thing. He, what, did he shake that off, did he? Uh, I've noticed that on YouTube and on Instagram, he's putting videos out again, and he's talking about it all. Because at the end of the day, you know, it's like with a lot of people, it's like with Brian Cal- Brian Callen comes to mind. Like, if the dude, if the dude was sexually, um, take, go, I mean, get the police involved, and you know. Press charges, but no one ever does. You see, so if they don't do that, you know, uh, it's got to be, you know, it's a hit piece, right? So Russ seems to be back. Um, what did I have about Russ? Um, I did, I did look at a couple of his posts on Instagram uh, early in this week, and there were comments from people that were bot like, NPC like. Yeah, it's you never know if it's an NPC or a bot. But I tell you, the um, surprise, surprise, the large majority, I just, I probably spent about 10 minutes on this. I was going down these posts and a lot of people were supportive of Russell. Hang in there, mate. We're with you. And then, not that it matters. It's all meaningless. But I just read the comments. But then there were people that were like quite um, mean to him and saying how much of a piece of shit he is and all the, you're a raper, all the shit, just like normie shit, right? Like just going off the, the mainstream narrative. Yeah. So what I'd do, it, you know what I did? I'd click on the little handle, right? You know, there were there were a couple of, um, there were a couple of uh, data points that all these people shared. Can you guess what they are? Guess what? They, a lot of the, most of the people I shared, uh, sorry, I clicked on all shared 
are similar things in their profiles. Oh, I, I, I Ukraine flags? There were some of those, yep. Definitely some Ukraine flags, um, one of them. He, like pronouns? That was the main one, is that most of all of them were women and most of them were all she, her, they, thems. Some of them, some of them had she, who, they, thems and Ukraine flags. And look, I don't want to throw too much shade, but this is a reality. The other major group that probably had pronouns and they also were self-proclaimed vegans. The vegans, the Ukrainian flag people and the pronoun people, some with all three of those things, were the only people attacking Russell Brand. At this point, it's just so ridiculous. that That's why I'm just like, I've looked, I'm done. I'm going back out to the garden. Like, how can people... Like, I'm not going to stick up for Joe Rogan, Russell... I'm not sticking up for them and telling them to hang in there in the conversation because that's as pointless as having a go at them. Yeah. But I sometimes can't help but just get a sample set, like a, a sample, just a little taste... Like, you know, you get the little, at Christmas time, you get the little Griffin sampler. And you What's s- your favourite? Um, I used to go the pink, that wafer biscuit. Yeah. Um, I, I do like a Swiss cream, though, as well. I, I do like a cameo cream, to be fair. Oh, I forgot about them. I forgot about oh. I tell you what, it, I know it's a shitty, I know it's a shitty version of it, but I'll always do the Griffin's Afghan, you know, with a cup of tea. Yeah. You know? That's a good, that's a good mix. It's not bad. What else is it? The crispy? I'll rock the crispy. Look, a crispy. Chocolate Wheaton? Because I was a bit of a sport brat and we had Mellow Puffs in the house. You know, there was a period of my life where I'd turn my nose a bit of crispy. But those days are gone. A crispy is... um, Well, you rock a crispy with a Mellow Puff? No. As a a joint venture? Oh, really? That's a good biscuit. Okay. That's interesting. Or, Or you sandwich... Sandwich a mallow puff between two crispies and Duncan. It's like a, it's like some sort of, um, it's like a it's s'more, like a s'more, yeah. yeah, like a New Zealand a kiwi s'more. So yeah, Russell seems to have, uh, yeah, and like they all do. But it's just what's disappointing, I suppose. And I, I don't lose any sleep over it. But it's just, it's just the, it's just how the the, the a, a vast majority of people seem to get swept up in it. Yeah, and it's just like, but and then, and then I look at these vast majority of people that get swept up, and I'm like. They've all got pronouns. What is wrong? Are these real people? I think some of them are real. But how can you be that fucking retarded? Like, why don't you just... Do they just not have a hobby? Like, I didn't go that deep into their profiles to scroll through their photos, see if they have got a hobby. <laughs> what a shame. But I feel like... I know. I had, I had my own hobbies to do, but I feel like they really just need a hobby. Like, they just need to get out more. I don't know. Yeah, when, when you get older and you have families, you realise uh, you don't have time for that shit for a start. Yeah. And then, like we're yeah. saying, how I, little it matters. And what's the point in commenting on a famous person? Like, Russell Brand has, I think, was it like six and a half million people on YouTube? It's like... It's a ha- lot. How... Like, what's the point in commenting there? I, I, I've said this in the past. I am a... I do not... Um, I do... Well, I shouldn't say do not. I very rarely have... YouTube comment section is something I very rarely... Participated. The only thing I participated in recently, probably one of the my one comment per year on YouTube. I on you know I I have this. Well, it's not even a love hate relationship. It's not a hate relationship, but I cannot stand. But I, this is what I do. I don't watch his videos anymore. But I did look at one recently as I as they say in Top Gun uh, Maverick. It galls me to say it, but task and purpose. The guy who was shilling for Raytheon yeah. lasers. He did one recently. Every week he brings out a video 
and I see the thumbnail for it, and it's like the latest about Ukraine's push into the Russian line. It's like this, this is delusional, and this guy gets fucking. And I know this sounds like haterade, but this guy is getting like a million views. And it's like, this is fucking bunk. This is fucking US propaganda. This I don't I don't doubt this guy, Task and Purpose, started out as just a, 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 an army dude who started a YouTube channel about military shit, right? About gear, tanks, guns, and now Because yeah, originally at the start, you were like, oh, there's actually a couple of white clips here. Yeah, explaining. Pre, but pre, yeah. pre the Ukraine war. Yeah, yeah. Now these guys, these Perun, P-E-R-U-N, and some people are like, oh, these guys are the best. I'm like, no. These guys are Western civilization military's mouth. And look, we live in the Western civilization. I'm fully aware of it. But I don't have to support our militaries. I, I don't. I think they're the bad guys. But I, I did leave a comment on a task and purpose. I was like, uh, something to the effect is like, clearly no one who watches these videos has ever watched anything by Douglas McGregor. And a couple <laughs> of people come in and liked it. <laughs> but I got zero bites. Because I'm thinking... This the, quite, the comments are like when you comment on something like that, yeah. and I don't comment on YouTube because I've never had a YouTube account. Yeah, you oh, that's comment, yeah, true, true. Thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. even a, even thing. if I was someone famous on the gram, yeah, I'm never commenting hoping that person will see it. No, no, it's not that I'm, person. I'm, I'm only no, no, commenting no. to. I'm trying to rile up the yeah, the, the masses. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But or, no one took to it. But um, and what I would say to that is is kind of like, well, this is the other thing, that guy. The guy that runs Task and Purpose, he he was a grunt, right? Yep. Colonel Douglas McGregor is a well, he is a he was running those fools. He was running those fools. So look, I know I know who I'm gonna. But in saying that, much like Telegram, I haven't watched a Colonel Douglas McGregor video for weeks because I because my vibe is and this is what everyone's telling me is that it's it's Kaputskis. It's done. They siphoned off all the money. Well, they didn't even siphon off the money. The Yanks. This is the big. This is the big scam. The money is the it's a merry-go-round. So all that air quotes aid, most of it was never going to Ukraine, and it's just going to military. Well, it goes to complex. American companies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know. So does it even technically go out of? Well, the money's like Tim. Well, it doesn't. The money, the money doesn't, doesn't even exist. exist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they do, it does. But does it, it doesn't. Does it technically go out it. of the American economy? It doesn't really. Wow. I mean. I'll tell you what is real is the deaths. The deaths are real. Yeah. There's a real death toll. And it really, I think once it's, I, don't, I think they've managed, like, along with all these um, Twitter and Instagram so-called influencers, all the Western dick writers and the likes of all these little, but they all went up, all these YouTube channels that death ride the American, Ukrainian uh, military dicks. They've managed to keep it. They've, they've. I reckon they've still got a lid on it for the normies. I don't think anyone fully grasps how many people have died. And I would have thought. I would have thought they'd be pushing the Ukraine number to make it seem well, like heaps of them have died. Because then you can garner more support for them. No, well, no. That's. I think if it's civilians, are they doing the opposite of that? Well, I think it's the the narrative is, and they still they're still doing it, is that they're winning. So okay. you you can't be winning and and you've lost seventy thousand troops. That's not winning, especially if the Russians had lost. There's no, I don't know the the I me mean, no one. Well, this is what I mean. Eventually, it'll all come out, and I think there'll be a lot of people will be like, "Wow, that wasn't what we." But by then, it's like it's like with everything, it's too late. Like the people, oh, that, we can't get our money back. 
They can't take it. But I think the people that... Well, so the only money that's real in this is the money that other countries fucking flew in there. Maybe. Or, or, or people donating shit. Yeah, yeah. Dumb, people, yeah, silly dumb, people. Yeah, dumb people. But the, most of the US... But in saying that, the US, they were talking about no agenda today. The US have put billions in to just keep Ukraine afloat. Like... The first responders and all the teach all the shit. The, the, but most of that military aid is just here's our here's our old shit. You guys die like Lindsey Graham would say. We haven't lost one guy. That he he's proud of that. Like we haven't lost a single soldier. I bet they have. In fact, I read an article this week where it, it was a they ru- would be keeping that on the down low. Oh mate, I read an article. I know, I know, it's Russian news. It's Sputnik, which is a Russian news. It's not. It's like RT. Yeah, I read, uh, and so I take it with a grain of salt, but I also, I take it somewhat. I'm like, maybe, is that uh, it was a report from one of the front lines, and it was essentially saying that um, they blew up a a leopard tank, and apparently who was inside it? All Germans. Driver or the commander, one of them dead, tried to save him. And they took the rest out, and you know this. This could be a. And this is a. I mean, the people who have no idea how how fucking ludicrous that is. The Canadian Parliament is giving two standing ovations to a Ukrainian Nazi SS of or, or soldier from World War Two. We've got German crude. If I'm led to, if I'm believing the story on Russian media from this week, German crude, German tanks. Burning on the Ukrainian steppe, not 1943, 2023. It's, I, and, and how no agenda, and it's, I think they're right. How they explain it away is how you explain all these things. And I don't want to sound like a, but it's, this is the reality. People just have got no idea about history. Like, they just don't. It's like how you can have Martin Borman on Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. People just sit, it's like, you know, like you either know history, and I am by no means a history buff, but I know I know enough. I know enough. I know enough to go, this is all run by psychos the whole time, and they just have millions of cannon fodder, and there's just bankers like the Monopoly man just, it's, it's, it's always been the same, right? It's it's crazy. Let's get, quickly get to Joe Rogan, because I, I, I had to laugh at some of this shit. There's... <laughs> You gotta to listen to it. Him and Eddie are having a real dumb conversation about Russia, right? So, um, one thing I will say, um, Eddie still doesn't even understand about communists. He still thinks Ch- Russia and China are run by communists. And I'm like, well, no, it's not. I don't think that's how it works. China, somewhat. Russia, not really. It's no. Like, is there a sentiment in Russia? That would, you've only got to watch Bald and Bankrupt to understand. Yes, and especially for older people. What's well, a ha- it's like a hangover. Yeah, pretty much. So there's a bit of that. But are they communists? No, not really. I mean, I mean you can make the case that people are like, oh, but Putin, like, oh, he's been president. Oh, he's oh, they have elections and air quotes. It's like you what? think our elections yeah, are that's, any better. That's, that's, so that's what Joe was saying. So that's when I felt like saying, Joe. Your election is worth you. At least the Russians like this is the thing. One thing Joe did admit that I'll give him credit for is he admitted that uh, uh, at least Joe said this is where on my show notes that the Russians and Chinese are smart. And I was like, yeah, no shit. And then um, he put, I, I said, you know, in my head, I'm thinking like the Russians have centuries of look. Did they get they got flim flam by the commies? One hundred percent, right? Yep. But 
their culture, like you look at their culture, their military, like this is the thing, like when the Ukrainian war started, it was like, oh, the Russians are getting smashed. It's like, well, if you actually understand the Russians, the Russians always start wars. Like World War II, they were getting smashed. This war, they weren't going well. But what this is the whole, Russians have a totally different way of viewing these things than we do. Like, And Joe even admitted that the Americans, it's like, boom, we want things to happen. And this is the whole way their, their government works. Same, same way it happens here. They're in for four or eight years and we're sick of them when they're out. But, but Putin, people are like, oh, you know, Putin's just in. It's like, yeah, that's unfortunately, I'm not saying, I, I'm, not, um, I'm not saying authoritarian governments are great, but that is... How you get shit done, right? Well, that's kind of how you. That's how. Well, just look at how little anyone in New Zealand can get anything done. Yeah, like that's how. Like, I'm not saying I want to live under that sort of rule. I'd rather live under. I'd rather live under some sort of weird amalgamation of anarcho-capitalism where I could do what I wanted to do. As long as you're not hurting anyone long, else. Yeah, that would be my ideal little weird. <laughs> and you could trade with anyone. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, and also another funny thing. Uh, not talking about uh, Russia, but Joe and Eddie were talking about California tax. I wonder. This is this is not good for you. Like they were talking about the tax rate in California is too high. Do you know what they said it was? Fourteen percent. I'm like fuck. They our tax rate is so we get taxed so much higher than that. Four, they're moaning about fourteen percent. No, but that's just a state tax. Okay. So that so how many that's taxes on, have they got? Because I think that's on top of your so, tax. So there's a federal tax. <clears throat> so you would pay you would pay like an income if you were an employee. This yep. is, I believe how it works. You okay. would pay an income tax, right? Yeah. And then you to would, the to the federal government. Yeah, and, and then, then you, they pay forty percent on top of that. And then depending on what state you lived in, you'd pay a state tax. Oh, so it might it might work <laughs> out to be about New Zealand tax. Because if you earn good money in New Zealand, it's unless you unless you can weasel your way around it, which you should. It would be about thirty percent, wouldn't it? But um, then you've got all the other ones too. You have got GST. Yeah, most and, people are around twenty. Yep. Yeah, and then obviously it steps up. I suppose it's, the thirties if you got two jobs or your second job might second get hit. secondary tax. Or the last thing I want to talk about is accounting. Yeah, it's fuck that. The worst subject ever. But anyway, quickly back to Joe and Eddie. Um, um, yeah. So the Ruskies, they look at their culture, their literature, ballet. The like the music, their military doctrine, this shit is just so well thought out. It might not always go well, but it's whereas you look at America, America, and it's like you guys are a fucking basket case. You seriously are a basket case. Like you've tricked everyone into thinking that Russia is breaking down, and like even Adam Curry made this point today. They're like uh, the reality is. The soy the Soyuz is the capsule that take they try to make out Elon Musk taking shit to space. The Russians are getting their shit into space more than anyone. That's who gets Americans into space and all their kit. Like this this I think Adam Curry was talking about um like you know they it's like uh he Adam Curry like me mocks the anyone who even the Putin oh Putin's dying of cancer, he's puffy. It's like a it's it's fucking CIA talking point. Another one they do. The Russians are getting uh uh fucking um, ammunition off the North Koreans. Adam Curry's like, you think the Russians are getting ammunition off the North Koreans? The North Koreans can't even have, they don't even have food. Yeah, exactly. But like the Russians put the Americans' gear into space. You think the Russians can't make bullets? This is the whole thing with Yanks and Westerners in general. They've been made to think that the Russians are like. Russians, Incompetent. Russians are way. Uh, this, I'll go out and let me say this. And blah, 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 what are you going to live there, Joe? 
No, I quite like it in Mandeville, but um, Russians overall, I think, would be... Uh, if you put the average American, the average Russian, average Russian, definitely smarter than the average American. I'd say that without a doubt. They just, they're just not as bone-headed, right? I think we could say that. Can you, can you, you don't want to back me up there? Um, no, I think that would, I think as far as accurate statements go, that would be right up there. Yeah, it's pretty, like, I don't know. But you anyway. just look at the, the average man on the street interview oh, with God. an American, you're like, wow. So, <laughs> carrying on the yank bashing, um, I did, Joe was doing pretty good. Um, but, <laughs> but what made me laugh towards the end, where is it? I had it written down. Um, oh, one thing Joe said, you'll, if you listen, you'll hear it. He was going so good, kind of being like, yeah, Russia's not, they're not that, you know, they're just not that bad. And then he said, um, something to the effect of, and I, fuck, I laugh and I'm like, can't wait to talk to him about this. Joe said, oh, and people don't understand, like, the he said, no shit, you, you fact check me, it was so to this effect, and the Russians, like, they helped us, they helped us win World War Two. <laughs> I got home and I told Amy, I'm like, you wouldn't believe what Joe Rogan said the other day, he said he that the, it. he said that the Russians helped the Yanks win World War Two. that is an outrageous statement, that is an outrageous statement, they did not help the Yanks win World War Two. yeah, the Yanks gave the Russians a bit of shit, Okay, Lynn Lease, all that, but the Russians did the majority of the terrible fighting. They lost the majority of people. The Russians did not help America win World War Two. If we were to be safe, we just the say the Americans gave a helping hand at the end. Yeah, the Americans helped <laughs> them at the end. Like that is totally. Cr- and then the, the, the Americans and uh, I don't blame them. Well, it's not good, but the Yanks were. Uh, look, there's two ways it went in the Pacific Theater. The Yanks were too bitch-made to invade Japan because they knew the Japanese would not surrender, and I think there's a good case for that. Or the other one is the Yanks just are such psychos that they just couldn't wait to drop their little fucking um, atom bombs, which I don't know which one it is. Too pussy to invade full frontal because they were going to get their, um, they would have got massive casualties, and or they just couldn't wait to use their little device. And that kind of leads me into the most chilling, and we can nearly wrap it up. Probably the you know, so tonight we had a, we had a lovely steak, chips, and eggs dinner tonight. Oh yeah, good. And Amy's probably I've probably set her on a bit of an even keel really because she she said to me she's like, should we watch the Y Files? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So Amy just wants to relax. I'm like this is great. She's relaxing. So we put the Y Files on, and. Uh, what is it? It's about, um, you, you might have heard of this place. I'd heard of it. I didn't know too much about it. Uh, a little place off the off the coast of New York called Plum Island. Have you heard of Plum I've Island? I've heard of Plum Island. I yeah. do know. I don't know anything so, about it. So, there's pl- so the, the White Falls tonight was about Plum Island. Uh, I, it's, it's all about the U.S. sort of bioweapons program, how they got this Nazi... And Harris, like you hear about the Lone Star Tick. Yep. Um. You and 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 is that where they made it? Well, I would suggest you watch it. So what I was going to say about the Y Files this week is, I'll watch ones about ghosts, parallel universes, UFOs, and it's fun, right? Amy and I were sitting there, not like whole. It was chilling. I felt like, oh god, is it is it just me or is it getting a bit weird in here? Like. The, you should watch it, man. It, it will give you the willies. Like they, 
um, AJ goes into how um, he goes into Operation Paperclip very briefly, talks about one particular Ger- Nazi scientist they got out, and in Nazi Germany, he was the guy that was at this place called Reem Island. It was the Nazis' bioweapons island called Reem Island. And they were working, this particular Nazi scientist was working on weaponized ticks. Back then? Yep. In the 40s for the Nazis. And then they got Fuck. him out and they set up this. And, and like I said to Amy, this is what they always fucking do. Look, I'm not saying the Yank, uh, the Ruskies and the Chinese and the French and the Poms and that don't do this, but the Americans blame everyone else for everything and make out like, this is an agricultural animal research facility. That's like they did this. Oh, well, technically it probably is. That's what they're doing. It's like, it's like everything. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're doing, uh, what were they doing at Wuhan? It's like, we're doing, um, what do they call that thing? It was... Uh, uh, it's, we've heard that the name for it a million times, but we we've lost it now. But you know, yeah, you can you're working on it to make a gain, vac- uh, like gain of gain, gain of, of function. function. Yeah, that's just a euphemism. For like, yeah, you could be doing that to work on a air quotes vaccine, but they're actually also it's like a, it's like how the you know the, the the Soviets had a tractor tractor factory. The tractor factory could <laughs> quickly be turned into a tank, like. Like instantly, we turn into a tank factory. We're turning out turning out tractors one day. Next day, we're turning out T T T whatever tanks, T fifty five tanks. It's the same for the Yanks and bioweapons. You will watch this, and you it, it's it shows you where the ticks come, from, like where the outbreaks happen, and it all comes out of Fort Detrick and Plum Island. And man, when they when he goes into the research they've done on these ticks and. Um, the Lyme disease, and it is fucking scary, man. And ha- oh, and how many leaks they have from U.S. Army and the, uh, facilities and anthrax out of the CDC. CDC has more leaks than you would think. It is fucking crazy that they admit to. Yeah. Yeah, they they that those places are not secure. Plum Island is getting shut down at the end of this year, but like they are. They, is it too late for the ticks though? Like, oh no, 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 too late for the ticks. Hundreds of a a a tick, a, a lone star female, a female lone star tick lays tens or hundreds of thousands of eggs. Oh, so it's done. Oh, it's done. It's done. So there's hundreds of thousands of people in America have Lyme disease. The first place that got it was called Lyme, Connecticut. That's yep. why it's called Lyme disease. The people that got it, it's like it's like the people that got the bad, like, well, if we're led to believe. You know, people, we're led to believe that some people had the bad COVID. Well, some people had the bad Lyme disease and it wasn't good. I think the Lyme disease is still pretty bad, but maybe they, they've gotten ways to... Well, so they, so, so what about so the meat allergic alpha gal? Yep, yeah. That he talked about that as well. That is pretty fucking weird too. That's another tick-borne thing. It seems like all of the and then then he t- talks about that how how porous the the how poor the security is at all these US bio whatever facilities, and then you start thinking to yourself. What the fuck are they doing in all these US funded facilities they have in Ukraine and Georgia and shit like the Lugas Center in Georgia? How do you think the security is at them? What do you think they're doing behind the scenes? Like if if the American facilities are poorly run. Imagine the ones in like so called sort of In corrupt. Wuhan. Yeah, I mean <laughs> so yeah, if you if you want like I say, 
UFOs and that. It's kind of like, I mean, I sit and watch that with Eva and it's fun. Or like, oh, spooky. But then you watch this one tonight and like, okay, this is like... I, some real, real. I don't drive around worrying about UFOs and ghosts, you know, but I, I watched this tonight and think, I said to Amy, I was like, there's no ticks in New Zealand. She's like, they're in Australia. And she, actually, Amy knows a chick that got bitten by a tick. And she's fucked. And in fact, the lady, do you know the Christmas lights out at Hornby? At, or out past Hornby? They were there every year. I believe the lady, the, there was a husband and wife put on put on this massive show wife sadly now deceased I believe and I believe she had Lyme disease she was in a wheelchair and then she was dead and and then Amy knows a a, a girl a, a well, woman her age that got bitten in Aussie and she said she's had multiple operations that got to her brain she's fucked pretty much can't, wow. can't live a normal life but yeah it seems as if that it's potentially part of a and this is the thing they he talked about this Tuskegee and Operation Sea Spray, the American U.S. government has perpetuated so many biological warfare things on their own population, and he outlines it in this. It's only thirty-seven minutes long. It'll it'll give you it'll give you the willies more than the the I'm ghosts. Trying to stay away from this shit, hey? I'm trying to stay away from stuff like that. But it's good to know things. It's good to know. It's like I'm looking at like so the, the ticks are basically they are the total eastern seaboard. All they're they're into um, Texas. That's how far. So the the entire eastern seaboard, right across to Minnesota, and then down to Texas. They they're heading over. You know. Fuck that scary shit. And like you see what these low star ticks do. Like they they are aggressive compared to other ticks. They they when they yeah. And like I say, the mums can lay tens of thousands of eggs each each lay. There's just they're they're. And the U.S. government released hundreds of thousands of them. They released them. It's like they see Bill Gates with the the mosquitoes. Yeah, it's like, you know, we know we know this. Is, it's like watching a fucking. It's like watching a um, slow moving, you know, decades long disaster movie. But it's your it's you, your well, life. It's your life. Like uh, um, without sounding too much like Bon Jovi, is <laughs> my life. It's now or never, Tim, basically. <laughs> it's my life, but then there's also this part of your life that's... Hey, Joel, we ain't, all... ain't going to live forever. No, that's the thing. That's why. But I, I do look at some <laughs> things and think, hey, North Canterbury's it's not too bad. It's you know? good. But then I get that whole thing of like, but then there's all those WEF people. They they don't want us traveling. I'm watching all that. It's like, I don't know if I want to travel. You know? Looking around. Bloody, I looked at bloody bald background. was in Bangladesh. I was like... Don't like the look. I don't like the look of it. I don't like, don't like the look of. I uh, don't like the look of bloody Lyme disease either. Don't like the look of any of it. I might just hang around here. I think. Um, so we've talked about uh, that. We've done the bread and circuses. Um, I've just got one podcast recommendation. You might like this. You might have listened to it though. But uh, this is this is my only one for the week. It was uh, the high side chats with Greg Carwood, and it was an author. His name was John Potash. P-O-T-A-S-H. Apparently, he's got some great books out, uh, and I, but I'd never heard of him. But I thought after listening to the the uh, that podcast, the High Side Chats, the name of it is Drugs as Weapons Against Us, CIA Operations, Kurt Cobain, Tupac, and more. Pretty interesting, eh? Like it it made me um it made me kind of. 
it made me think about it make it makes me ponder my 20s and think shit you know um because they got into they got into uh uh the heroin scene with kurt cobain and seattle grunge and they got into um just all of the sort of drug operations and how a lot of it is all cia sort of mk ultra psyops and i'm thinking fuck did i just did i this is the the downside of you know because they they did talk about mdma quite a bit and uh and oh and lsd obviously heaps of lsd shit talked about all about the beatles jimmy hendrix rolling stones and how like initially those guys weren't actually really really into it and apparently according to this guy who wrote this handlers to push the shit on them they had people that pushed it on them yeah and um it's yeah they talk about dave mcgowan he wrote that book about uh the strange scenes in the canyon about laurel canyon yep which is where all these you know the mummers and the puppers and charles manson and all these counter so-called counterculture people come from from and pushed acid and it even had this crazy story about um i'd never heard this but it, they had this crazy story about uh wu-tang clan at one point um had like a, a manager who was like one of New York's biggest ecstasy dealers. But he was a fucking, <laughs> but apparently he was a, um, but the the these guys all, they're all fucking um, spook uh, intelligence operation adjacent. And apparently, I can't remember what, exactly what happened. You have to listen. I, in fact, I actually, I like this podcast so much that I went and uh, signed up for the $8 a month uh, free free seven day trial though I have to quickly, <laughs> quickly cancel it. <laughs> but that was in the second hour was um, this Wu Tang Clan story and and Wu Tang actually after they got wind of this what this dude was up to they fired his ass and yeah nothing, was interesting. nothing is as it seems no and there's there's a whole thing actually in the in the first hour free feed is a the, the most interesting shit was about Tupac. And how this guy claims that, like, uh, it's interesting. His mum and dad, like his mum, Tupac's mum was a um, Black Panther. And the dad was some sort of a community figure who was working on, like, I know this sounds pretty wacky, but like acupuncture as a way of curing addiction in the black community pretty crazy like it sounds like that whole Shakur family got fucked and to the point where this guy claims that Tupac and his dad his dad got sent to prison and they were trying to go after Tupac and make him look bad because he wanted to essentially send out a good message but the whole bad side of him was just to get into the gang culture and then turn them into not selling drugs. Yeah. It's an interesting listen. And there's no way that the overarching cabal, because they kind of rattle off how much money the, U, the, 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 the cabal would make from having all of these street, ga- all these gangs, which they control, 
but no one in the gang understands that. It's like free being controlled. It's like freeway Rick Ross. Yeah, you know, like the people would think, no, the government would never. It's like fuck, have I got a story for you? <laughs> there's multiple stories. There's the dude. Um, there's that uh, movie which I'd recommend, which I can't remember the name of, about uh, that or uh, the journalist. Um, what that, the mean Arkansas shit or yeah, it was a cocaine. It was the LA shit. It was the oh, one the LA stuff. Yeah, it was the Michael Michael Rupert was yep. one of the cops that was involved in it. But there's a there's a journalist and he he committed he he quotes committed suicide. I'll have to pull it up. But um he wrote this a he wrote this article and it went to the LA Times and all these big papers and they're like we can't run this because basically essentially he was blowing the whistle on the CIA the whole um all of the North uh, Iran Contra coke running for guns sort of scandal. Yep, they'll be doing it. And yeah, apparently the Shakur family were they, they him and Tupac and his dad had a plan, and the plan was to get the black gangs to stop. And it sounds like to a degree, somewhat in some cities they were a little bit successful, and apparently the cabal was just having none of it. And even even to the point like he's talking about Death Row Records was just like just it, all a psyop. It was a whole psyop, yeah. Like there was it was full of cops. <laughs> Fuck it, yeah, man. mate. It's like it's it's crazy. It's kind of like those FBI kidnapping plot uh, plots yeah. where it turns out there's more FBI there's nine agent, FBI agents yeah, in one fucking and one Patsy. hillbilly yeah. who they trick into pushing a button on a cell phone to do a yeah. You know, don't do it, Bryce. Don't do it. Don't do it. No. Yeah. Exactly. Thug, shout out Thug Nasty. Um, but yeah, it sounds like it's the same for... Um, so what's that book? What's the book called? The book is called, I believe, and I'll, I'll, when I've... when I've uh, Well, when my... If the Marlins win on Tuesday, I might buy it. Uh, it's called Drugs as a Weapon Against Us by John Potash. So it's, it's a good listen, you know? And it made me think, you know... I mean... He is he is saying some things basically that are like Bleh. I mean it doesn't make me f- I, it it doesn't make me feel uncomfortable I I I can have my I can you know I don't have just because I've done something it doesn't mean I can't say hmm, maybe that wasn't the best thing to do because he's essentially he's like you know LSD MDMA he's saying nah, bad 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 for you bad for you. Uh, I, like I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with him completely though, because I don't think anyone is right. I don't think anyone really knows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everything can be like they were talking about it in the podcast. Like, and everyone's got a story. I've got plenty of stories like this, and anyone would. I mean, you, you've got stories like this. We all do. Some people can do drugs, and some people can't. Yeah. I know. I've, I've got you a. Know, it doesn't even matter what the drug is. No, exactly. But. Yeah, I, I, in my winding road of life, I, I could rattle off. I mean, I'd never name names, obviously, but I could rattle off. Um, I, I can think of many, many dudes who I thought were cool and just could not, couldn't. I don't know, just yeah, because I only knew what I was like. I would be like. Okay, it's the weekend, and we did it to do this, and then we go back, and we have to be going to work again, and it just that was just that just become normal. But it must there are some people it must it must take a little part of them every time. Yeah, and they, I feel like I could get most of, if not all, or actually I could even get better. I I could at least get it back, and now I'm just like now I'm you know. 
how much damage has been done? Maybe not much. But some people got massively damaged and they couldn't cop. That's too far. So this guy is saying that, um, you know, that that's the whole plan. And, um, you know, I don't know if I fully agree with it, but I definitely will admit that, you know, um, in hindsight, um, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe a lot of the drug culture is some big intelligence psyop to a degree and also coupled with a um shadowy shadow world money i mean obviously it's a massive yeah, it's money it's money yeah. like there's there, there is i mean what is the illegal illicit drug trade worth globally we could probably find a rough figure out right now but it's obviously it'll be you know it's hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars maybe even trillions it's a lot so if there's that much money there's going to be some bad I'm yeah, there's being. I'm not talking for... about bad like gangs. I'm talking about like bad, the baddest, like the people who, um, you know, it's like the the first drug traffickers in America set up the Ivy League schools, like the Russell family and shit. Like that's they perpetuated the opium wars on China. You know, it's, it's like the same with the British East India Company. Like this is the the aristocrat and the 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 the, the big aristocratic families of America and England and shit. Biggest drug lords. Biggest ever. drug lords ever. And they to be honest, they probably still, still are. are. Yeah. 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 It's so, just trickled down. Yeah. So that the names will be different, but the families those, are the let's, same. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. They're still cash and checks. Yeah. And and like like some people have been pointing out recently, like we all watch Dope Sick and there's a new one called Painkiller, uh, which I haven't watched, but you know, we all watched Dope Sick and I thought it was good, but like uh it might have been Tim Dillon or it may have been Noah Jenner or it might have been both. They're like, you know, the Sacklers essentially have been, they're, they're like, uh, they're small fry and they're the ones that have been hung out to dry. Yeah, they're like the scapegoat for yeah, all, the, all these other ones. Are yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, ah, the Sacklers are dumb fucks. We hung them out. And they're still billionaires. I know, yeah. But they're, they're, just, they're the Russell brand of uh They're the Russell farmer. brand of the big, of the drug runners, the big drug traders, yeah. But but yeah, so that was the, um, you know, like, yeah, I listen to that sort of shit occasionally and think, man. Shit, I suppose we all get caught up in psyops, you know? Yeah. Coney 2012 didn't get me, but MDMA for 10 years did. Maybe even longer. Maybe actually more like 20. <laughs> you gotta. Maybe more like next weekend. <laughs> yeah, we just got to do the Alan Watts a little bit more. Yeah. Oh, I'll still pick up the phone occasionally, but not picking up the phone as much as I did when I was in my uh, yeah. roaring 20s. Yeah, you can't stay on the line. <laughs> Can't stay on the line. No, no, no. But it is fun for the odd. Uh, I don't mind the odd. Uh, oh, it's fantastic. I don't mind the odd phone call. It's all a tool, game. mate. Everything's a tool. Yeah, like I think, you know, I think. Uh, I'd I hate I'm, to use a saber saw 24 hours a day. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. But um, yeah, that was my only podcast recommendation for the week. Uh, you got anything, Tim? No. Um, well, I suppose um, my parting words would be. As the uh, as the the twin towers happened at nine eleven, they got turned to dust for Dunya. <laughs> Goodbye. Good night.